0: Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk.
1: two. Four oh five Thursday afternoon. I'm Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM sixteen hundred KIBABQ FM. Rock of Here on this. Thursday, January the 6th. Happy birthday, New Mexico. We'll get to that uh, momentarily. We got d Musk back in the saddle again here as well. But we all know that the uh, this is also hate conservatives day. Uh, this is where you hate uh, people who believe in this country. And they have established that January 6th. I guess it would only be fitting that the state of New Mexico's birthday would be on the very same day that they hate conservatives. Because we've been gerrymandered practically out of existence. Uh, there are some... Opportunities uh, for us, uh, no doubt, as uh, you know, Republicans will continue to compete. But we also have a gubernatorial race, uh, Brillo County. Delegates meeting this weekend uh, over at the Enbejada Suites, so we'll hang out over there this weekend see what's going on, but a uh, lot to get to here, and uh, glad to uh, have my good old pal and friend uh, back at the saddle again, uh, D-Don Musk. How are you? Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening.
2: We're going to have a nice, calm show today. Very Nothing's going to be out of bounds. Everybody's going to have a nice, dulcet, <laughs> quiet tones. No overstimulation. That's what my life has been like for the last couple days, and I kind of like it that way.
1: Yeah, well, that's (laughs) totally fine. We uh, enjoy the writing that we always get directly at www.rockoftalk.chat. Don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, you can pick us up on Roku TV, Amazon Fire, Apple TV. How about uh, checking us out on Stitcher, Spotify, and SoundCloud and downloading our apping or apping uh, directly at rockoftalk.tv and rockoftalk.com and uh, become a subscriber for 20 a sense a day, you cheapskates. That way, you can go ahead and uh, get there. I did uh, go, fire up my Instagram so you guys can go ahead and listen to the show, but it's not going to have any notes, no description. You'll just be wandering aimlessly through two and a, two and three quarter hours of, of time. Uh, incidentally, I will be in front of the ethics board yet once again. The uh, mayor's race is uh, far from over, but they want to make sure that I don't run or you know do anything again. So they're going to evaluate uh, the value of my radio station oh. that's at the very end of the uh radio dial on the am side by the way am standing for american or uh the way that jeffrey candelaria of straight talk with jeffrey candelaria straight talk with Jeffrey. he says everything twice and then he says amplitude modulation does, so, yeah. 1 p.m saturday so check him out he's got a bunch of new sponsors I'd like to uh, welcome ben marzik m3 for jumping on board uh, with mm-hmm. us this is pretty cool uh some little computer security so we'll be playing his commercials uh, during this, I'll uh, we'll be updating a lot of other stuff. And, uh, you know, we're hitting uh, hitting everything uh, on all cylinders at this point. But who is not hitting everything on all cylinders? Wait, should I start with New Mexico? The, do you want good news or bad news? What, 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 which way do we want to go? It's going it, to be a happy show today.
2: And when okay. Murder Mike comes in, he's going to talk about all the kitties that were rescued from trees. Oh, I like and that. And the policemen walking around their neighborhood giving out <laughs> lollipops to the little boys on the uh. street.
3: <laughs>
1: I've been
2: advised. Calm and quiet. I'm going to be very calm and quiet
1: today. (laughs) 135 p.m. 1912. uh, That would be 110 years and approximately six hours ago on January 6th. uh, President William Howard Taft signs proclamation making New Mexico the 47th state uh, here in this country. Back in 1925, uh, the Zia Sun symbol from Zia Pueblo becomes part of the state flag. Did you know that we uh, we were just like whipping into the wind for a good uh, 13 years down uh, without Aziz. Yeah, without that. Yeah, Wow, We didn't even know what we were doing. Singer, songwriter, songwriter, buddy, Holly makes first recording of Norman Petty's studio in Clovis. Yep. Roy Orbison, yep. Waylon Jennings also recorded at the studio. Some seminal moments back in uh, 2005. I love this. This is my favorite part. Governor Richard, Governor Richardson, and Richard Branson announced that Branson <laughs> Company Virgin Galactic will send tourists into space from a state spaceport to be built in Southern. Seminal Michigan, moment. Uh, 17 in our years ago, and uh, Jerry Apodaca <laughs> ushering in a hail of corruption in 1975 becomes the first Hispanic governor in more than 50 years. Should I uh, <clears throat> read the proclamation of statehood? Uh, read 110 years ago and six hours ago. Whereas the Congress of the United States did by act approved on the 20th day of June, 1,910 authorized the people of the territory like that of New Mexico to form a constitution, we've had two of them by the way, and state government provide for the admission of such state into a union on equal footing. Last time we've actually been unequal with the rest of the states. <laughs> From there, it's been totally downhill. But the original states upon certain conditions, the people did adopt a constitution and ask admission into the union. You know, we denied that seven times. Do you realize that? We didn't want to become a, a part of the United States seven different times doubt, really. Uh And
2: of course, General Sherman uh, one time said uh, the United States
1: ought to declare war on Mexico and make it take back New Mexico. So there was a <laughs> lot of that sentiment at one point. <laughs> the feeling's mutual, my friends. Uh, Congress of the United States did pass the joint resolution, which was approved on the 21st day of August, 1911 the admission of the state of New Mexico into the union, which resolution required the electors of New Mexico should vote upon the amendment of their state constitution, which was then proposed and set forth in a length in said resolution of Congress as a condition of precedent to the admission of said state and that they should so vote at the same time of the first general election as provided for. And they said constitution should be held. So we've only been voting in elections for 110 years. And 90 of those 110 years we have been voting for Democrats, ladies and gentlemen. There you go. As well as the governor of New Mexico has certified to me the result of said election upon said amendment and said general election and the conditions imposed by the said act of Congress approved on the twentieth day of June, one thousand nine hundred and ten, that the said joint resolution of Congress have been fully complied with, and I, William Howard Taft, President of the United States of America, do in accordance with the provisions of the act of Congress and the joint resolution of Congress herein named, declare and proclaim the fact that the fundamental conditions imposed by Congress on the state of New Mexico to entitle that state to admission have been ratified and accepted and that the admission of the state of the union on equal footing with the other states is now complete. Done at the city of Washington, the sixth day of January this year of our Lord, 1,912, and of the independence of the United States of America, that 136. So there you go. Happy birthday, New Mexico. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Nuevo Mexico, without the Z symbol. Happy birthday to 102 years young. There we are. So um, we started on the up note, and here's the downside. Yep, fired off pretty early, ladies and gentlemen. Let's listen to, uh, let's go Brandon uh, from this morning, kick things off. Well, let's see how long I can last.
0: One year ago today, in this sacred place, democracy was attacked. simply attacked. The will of the people was under assault. The Constitution, our Constitution, faced the gravest of threats. Outnumbered in the face of a brutal attack, the Capitol Police, the D.C. Metropolitan Police Department, the National Guard, and other brave law enforcement officials saved the rule of law. Our democracy held We, the people, endured. Wow. We, the people. We, the
1: people. Although we got to go to the Constitution. For the first
0: time in our history, a president had not just lost an election, he tried to prevent the peaceful transfer of power (laughs) as a violent mob breached the Capitol. But they failed.
1: Oh, yeah. They failed. Oh, yeah. On this day of
0: remembrance, we must make sure that such attack never, never happens again i'm speaking to you today from statuary hall in the united states Capitol. this is where the house of representatives met for 50 years in the decades leading up to the civil war this is on this floor where a young congressman of illinois abraham lincoln sat at desk all right save the history
1: lesson i think i'm done here him. All, uh, i think we're good we've you Anyway, you know how the rest of this uh, all goes, ladies and gentlemen, and, and it's not good and threatens the democracy, but I think we should probably start there and assess uh, how much the democracy really has been threatened, and if you take a assessment, if you will, and by the way, uh, great job, Albuquerque Journal, showing your liberal leanings, oh, yeah. splattering mm-hmm. the four uh, people in the state of New Mexico, making them criminals, going after Coy Griffin, yet once again, and doing everything that you possibly can to go ahead and slander slay every consider uh, every conservative. Let's not forget who the anti-Americans truly are. And it is not us Republicans. And it's certainly not us conservatives at this point. New NPR Ipsos poll finds that 64% of Americans believe U S democracy is in crisis and the risk of failing. It's not the risk of failing. It is failed. When you have voting machines that are completely controlled by one company, and they cannot be evaluated, and the tabulations cannot be corrected so that we can understand, or uh, not corrected, be transparent so that we can better understand whether or not they need to be corrected. You don't have a democracy. You simply don't. Nobody trusts voting. They didn't trust it in 2020. Democrats didn't trust it in 2016. Going forward, Glenn Beck made a salient point. And a very important one at that in that you are not supposed to trust any election again. There is not a single election. That's not going to be come into question. Heck my mayor's race, right? Oh, by by the way, incidentally, just in case you are are, are looking at uh, me blowing in the wind over here. Yeah. I'm officially 25 pounds down since the end of the election. Yeah. Eat your heart out. How you like that? Anyway, I digress. So here we are. Two thirds of the GOP respondents agree with They claim that voter fraud helped Joe Biden win the 2020 election. Now, the left is going to push out their narrative, and they've got all the horses in the media, right? This big lie that they're touting and saying that we're saying, I think it's got some legs. It's valid, right? I would agree today as the same number of agreed last year at this time, an unbelievable number, two-thirds of GOP respondents Said that the election was stolen. That number has not changed. They have done nothing to convince us. And in fact, Mike Lindell and his crew, along with some good people here in the state of New Mexico, move forward to try and expose what was happening in that election. Two-thirds of a poll of respondents agree that the U.S. democracy is more at risk now than it was a year ago. And amongst us Republicans and Libertarians and maybe Independents as well, I would say at this point, it's 80%. Percent. It's not in peril. It's failed. According to uh Stephen Weber, I think the Democrats rigged the election. Who the hell would vote for Biden? I'm doing my best Democrat impression of what they think every Republican sounds like, right? That's who they think we are. And they treat us like we're stupid. And anybody who's sort of been co-opted by the left, I would suggest to you, highly suggest to you that you just might be stupid if you think that going along to getting along is the right way to work. They're literally ruining what's left of our country. They didn't like the level of success that we had. We're going to get into the economic angles as well, where you have some crazy professors out there rolling out some hoot-nanny crazy economics trying to convince us about, well, just inflation. It's just, uh, that's a lot better than depression. We're going to talk about that in a moment. We got uh, Senor Rudy Grande here in the Kiva for a quick update on weather and traffic. Rudy Grande.
4: All right, let's put things together, starting with the weather. Still going to be a nice day again tomorrow, just like today. They say about 50 degrees will be the high then. We're above that right now at 52 degrees across Albuquerque. It is 49 in Rio Rancho. And you know what? Everyone's celebrating the birthday of New Mexico right now. In fact, the people on the roads are just excited, there's no accidents. <laughs> I-25 is moving at maximum speeds between Las Lunas and Santa Fe. And looks like we only have a little problem there in Rio Rancho. It's going to be the 528, the northbound side. It's getting pretty slow as you make your way, first of all, right off of uh, Paseo del Norte northbound on Coors Boulevard on up to the 528. You'll find on and off slowing. And then once you get to Sarah, get ready. The brake lights come on in all four lanes, ready to get you over to Southern. This traffic report is brought to you by pets gone wild, Pet Food Gone Wild. They are on Southern in Rio Rancho, and they have organic food. They have all kinds of great toys. This is a place to go for pets. But you know what? Grooming is the reason to go to Pet Food Gone Wild. Once your pet is groomed there, you're going to be married to all the food that they have there.
1: And your Grooming pets? Go pets. Anyway. Yeah. Wow. What is going on with Rudy? He talking about a happy birthday. Yeah. Pet Food Gone Wild.
4: All right, and with that, we're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of
1: Talk. It's nice to have all my rowdy friends here in the Kiva this afternoon. I appreciate both of you being here. It's nice to see you. as You guys are uh, together for the very first time. I know. Rudy, and it's been the two of you both have head injuries to kick off the new year. In different circumstances, I guess. <laughs> Hard heads.
2: Now, my mother and all the mean old Irish women who raised me would probably say that it knocked some sense into us, so huh. we'll, we'll
1: be better off, I guess. Uh, what did your dad say, Rudy?
4: My dad said... Are you okay?
2: Oh,
1: okay. <laughs> very practical, there we go. yes. There we go. A little, little bit more sympathetic on the Hispanic side, I suppose. Uh, Eddie, just it. quickly before we sure. go. Uh, it,
2: you know, democracy was attacked. Uh, it was yes. uh, a, a struck, striking at the very heart of, of our sacred capital. Uh, one year later, uh, according to the Rasmussen poll, Trump is as popular as he was a year ago, <laughs> and he's as popular with Republicans as he was a year ago. So the man who tried to overthrow democracy, right. his, his, his approval numbers haven't budged. So... Uh, American Hitler, apparently, uh, the yes. citizenry hasn't caught up to, to what's happened in the last
1: year. Oh, uh, we're going to talk about Biden's poll numbers, uh, in a moment, but let's, uh, let's talk about the failure of democracy and how the rest of our country is in peril because it is truly. And in fact, the, uh, a lot of Republicans, a lot of conservatives out there believe that, you know, this was a setup, a lot of Antifa, a lot of people who were, you know, in the CIA, FBI, they were there opening the gates, letting people in. You know, antagonizing, setting this whole entire thing up. As we reviewed yesterday, we know that there was a number of pundits, you know, Brian Kilmeade, Laura Ingram, various people texting the people who were running the country at the time for the last 14 days before everything came apart. I mean, yeah, you, you even had America's mayor, Rudy Giuliani, trying to defend this, and then he's got a billion-dollar lawsuit in front of him, ladies and gentlemen. That's where we are. That's how far we've fallen. I don't know that you are alarmed yet. All the lulling, well, I got to watch Yellowstone. I'm going to watch 1883. I'm going to watch, I don't know. You guys are literally killing what's left of our country. We need your help. We need you back on our side. I I know all those reruns and the Netflixing and all the other things that you're doing to bide your time. You've never had more time than right now. You're staying home. You're fixing things up. Get your asses out there. Fight back. This is the year. I mean, I had to get my ass out there to run for mayor because I wasn't a Republican. Now, Democrats, they're sort of the same, right? They're very angry because Donald Trump hasn't been prosecuted. He needs to be in jail and the rest of his staff, and they're angry, right? What about voting laws? Remember when that whole thing started? They had uh, House Resolution Number 1, what they were going to do. I mean, that was big, and just just disappeared. They were literally trying to put the nail in the proverbial coffin for us we 50-50 in one with Kamala, as Rudy says. Kamala. She's so bad. But a majority of Republicans and Democrats, as we know, reject political violence. And let me say on that day, there was no political violence. The only violence that was committed was against a veteran Trump supporter who lost her life and who had, I posted her face on Instagram, who had a smile ear to ear and she was so happy to be at the Capitol. As maybe some of you might have been. Don't say it. Because the uh, House, uh, <laughs> the 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 Housing Committee on Un-American Activities will be out there looking for you. And if you ran your card, um, debit card, credit card in Washington D.C. sometime between you know January fourth and January eighth, guess what? Your docs investigated, and you are on the roll. I rolls. see you. I see you on. If Facebook. If you took a plane, if you took a airline. Just happened to be there, not for that, but maybe for something else. You've been doxxed. All of your records are there. Banking history. They went after every single person who decided to show up, and they continue to do it today. Way to go, Albuquerque Journal, for your yellow journalism that you continue to push out. It was a poll that was done, no doubt, by leftists. And I couldn't believe it came to this conclusion. This is how I know they're lying. Who's been rioting, violence in the streets, creating all sorts of things? I think there was like 350 people over at uh, the Oñate statue, those Rantifa people. I think there was maybe eight people who were supporting the non-toppling of the Oñate statue. The conclusion of this research or polling uh, conducted 17th through the 20th of December of 1,126 adults. Amazingly, they said 50% more Republicans than Democrats thought that it's okay to engage in political violence. I'm sorry. I've been watching Seattle, Portland, all the blue cities that have been engaging in massive violence, murders like you can't believe, anti-cop protests. The only violence I see is really coming from the left. The Republicans are the law and order party. We don't believe in violence. We try to push things through the court. I don't remember uh, Rudy Giuliani uh, heading to the streets with his uh, AR-15 trying to take people out, but the perception has been created Mm -hmm. and the false polling is out there. Just like it is for Joe Biden and as you just heard, Donald Trump. Donald Trump has lost zero popularity. Now he's lost popularity with me because of the vaccine, which is very important to me, okay? That aside, how I feel, okay, I'm a DeSantis guy. You got to know that. I'm DeSantis through and through. I know he's been vaxxed once, but he didn't push the vax, and he has been fighting, and he's on the front lines every single day, and he's running a great state despite what's happening with regard to the Omicron virus right now. I almost feel like they started the Omicron and sent it to Florida on purpose. I I almost feel that way. I'm not going to go crazy on you, okay? But the Joe Biden disapproval rating right now hit a new high in December. The economy, COVID-19 pandemic, what, what what's the stock market? Is it 36,000? I think Virgin Galactic sub-12 now. 56% of voters now say they disapprove of Joe Biden, the, the, of, of the job that Joe Biden is doing. The worst such reading of his presidency as he approaches the end of his first year in office. Officially today, you could say that this is his inauguration day because immediately following what happened on January 6th, they tried to oust President Trump. They were doing everything they could. Remember those 14 days last year? I feel like so many people were just too busy binge watching. Trying to lick their wounds and say, oh, well, Trump lost and that's it. I'm not going to pay attention. We were paying attention every single day. I was almost on one of those flights to head on out there on January 6th. We were connecting with people out there. Where do we go from here? The coronavirus pandemic. We had three great years under Donald Trump. The end of 16, the market's going to crash. He got elected, comes in, you have the greatest 100 days in presidential history. 2017 was absolutely thrilling, amazing, in every way, shape, and form on every economic metric. I think it went from 19 to 24,000, just the stock market alone, without inserting any money, without cutting interest rates. In fact, they were pushing interest rates. Do you remember? They were pushing interest rates when Donald Trump started. And what did Barack Obama, you must have built it, we built it, right? Barack Obama got interest rate cut after interest rate cut after interest rate cut. That guy had more training wheels and more help than he knew what to do with. And he got to go do with, uh, you know, coffee and conversation with Jerry Seinfeld all day. I mean, what was the guy actually doing never worked. Then we cut into 2018, the midterms, the assault on conservatives, Kavanaugh. People's personal lives destroyed, bringing up stuff about sexual harassment 30 years ago. No, no, serial rapist. Serial rapist. Serial rapist. (laughs) Literally our Supreme Court nominee crying on the stand because he can't believe just how far we've fallen. And then they take the economy down. They shut down the government. Schumer, Pelosi. Then she was sub 80. Years of age, that is. They shut it down. They locked down. Go back into 2019, and guess who comes roaring back? Donald Trump. Yet once again, proving all the naysayers wrong. We grow and we grow and we grow. It's like, oh, my gosh, this is going to be a landslide in 2020. And we kick off the year in fine form. Things looking pretty good. We watch and witness the greatest, literally the greatest State of the Union speech that you will ever see in your lifetime. Bar none. Rush Limbaugh, his last time there, tears me up just thinking about that. And then watching the disgraceful Nancy Pelosi rip up the speech in front of everybody. This is how incredibly hateful these people are as they introduce the Wuhan Lujan virus, not just to New Mexico, but to the rest of the country, and put us on lockdown. Put us on lockdown before we get anywhere even close to numbers that are insurmountable. We were shut down March 13th through March 30th. No, nope. then full shutdown beginning of April. Uh, Nope, Easter's over. Summer's over. You're not going anywhere. Christmas is over. Thanksgiving is over. The whole year was over until they could win that election. Donald Trump not only fought back against that, he also fought back, well, he had his hands tied behind his back by two people, Burks and Fauci. I'd like to say I couldn't blame Donald Trump for that. But when he came out and said, you know, how come he's not paying attention to the people who are not vaxxed and standing behind those people? That's where I draw the line with him. And that's why I'm with DeSantis now. Donald Trump should run for Congress. He should try to become Speaker of the House. He should try to go ahead and take this over because that's where we are. If he wants my respect back, that's where he needs to be. He needs to get in the fight. And now we need him now more than ever the way that he was prior to March 13th of 2020. Ladies and gentlemen, where we are at right now here in this country, politically, we will not survive. Between the news media and the governmental operatives and the three-letter agencies and all of the rest of the people who are politically correct with the coexists and this is the house for this and the Black Lives Matter and TIFA and all the rest of these groups, they're turbocharged to ruin what's left here. And I'm telling you, we've got three years left until 2026. Four years left, excuse me. That's our 250th anniversary of this country. I don't know if we're going to make it. I don't know if we're going to make it because I think 2022 is going to be worse than 2021 and 2020 combined. I believe they're willing to hit the gas and do everything they possibly can to increase their level of totalitarianism over our lives, over this country, and, yes, throughout the world. You're going to hear about that in the third hour, Dr. Yeadon. The very sinister and abysmal view of what has become a reality. Steve Bannon has something very interesting behind him. He says, there are no conspiracies, but there are also no coincidences. I think that statement is probably the very definition of exactly where we are at we're not going to be coming together. We're going to be continuing to spread apart. The country has never been more divided than it is right now. And Democrats don't care about the rest of this country the way the Republicans have. And I think we have seen that. But the Republicans don't have the passion and the belief in their positions that the Democrats have. Who's going to increase what they're lacking first? It remains to be seen. 550, 50, 500, if you want to go ahead and Text in uh, Rudy Grande. Let's check in before we go to weather. Uh, Let's go to weather and traffic before we uh, cut the break.
4: All right. As we put things together, we start with the weather. I just saw the updated forecast tomorrow. We're going to be 59 degrees right there under 60. What a great way to enjoy a January in Albuquerque. Right now, 53 degrees in Albuquerque and 50 in Rio Rancho. All right, on the roadway, it looks like uh, things are starting to crowd up just a little bit on I-25 southbound. It usually does because of the sunset from Osuna south to just about Comanche. You're about 40 miles an hour. That's not horrible, but do get ready for a little bit of a slowdown there. Looks like the uh, real trouble spot now in Rio Rancho is going to be still on the 528, but it's northbound between 19th and uh, Sarah, my guess is there may have been an accident There that they got out of the way But before they could get it all out Looks like traffic already started to back up This traffic report is brought to you by Monty Cigar Shop Monty's on San Mateo, just north of Comanche With the biggest humidor in town Has the biggest selection of cigars I mean, it just goes hand in hand But not just that, the best cigars You're going to find I mean, you can find some really great cigars At all price ranges all right, Monty Cigar Shop is where you need to be this weekend. Monty Cigar Shop on San Mateo, just north of Comanche. All right, we're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of All time. right,
5: good
1: job, Rudy. 432, back and forth. Thanks for listening. So here
5: I am again in this mean old town.
6: And you're so far away from me. And where are you
7: when the sun goes down? You're so far away from me.
8: You're so far away from me. So far, I just can't see. You're so far away from me. You're
9: so far away from me. Right. We love our pets. Rockleans carry CBD for pets. Raw Greens also carries CBD for people like you and me. Come into Raw Greens today. We're Raw Greens, your local joint on San Mateo, North of Minal, or visit us online at
8: cbd.theplaceilike.com.
1: Amazing Grace Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, and support services, and more. 505-796-4900. That's 505-796-4900.
5: The market is flooded with health supplements that claim benefits in memory, but virtually none offer credible evidence with their products working until now. Memory Revitalizer 800 This potent natural formula was invented by a neuroscientist and physician. Memory Revitalizer slows aging improves memory increases energy gives robust stamina it has been used in an alzheimer's clinic for 18 years it is safe it does not interact with other prescription drugs two large blinded studies confirm the benefits in memory capacity customers say it's wonderful it works it's essential buy it from best buy pharmacy Manol pharmacy and other independent pharmacies or purchase it from moses country store and other independent health stores or go to memoryrevitalizer.com memory Revitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. Memoryrevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192.
1: Maintaining your cutting equipment is essential to the longevity of your tools and the quality of your product. Whether you're a woodworking professional, metalworking professional, hobbyist, or you just need a new edge on your kitchen knives or gardening tools, trust the sharpening experts at Precision Sharpening to help keep your tools in excellent condition. 884-8229, 884-8229.
0: Friends ask me what my
12: recommendations are. I just say theplaceilike.com. Theplaceilike.com. Wow, it's great for locals. Awesome weekly deals too. Theplaceilike.com. Wow, breakfast, not (laughs) theplaceilike.com.
7: strolling at the hop, 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 hop. When the record stops spinning, you're chilling at the hop, 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 hop. Do the dance sensations that are
6: sweeping the nation at the hop, 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 hop. Let's go through the hop, oh baby. Let's baby, go to the hop, oh baby. Let's go to the hop, oh ah, baby. Ah. Let's go to the hop,
1: Let's go wow. That's good stuff. Wow. That's awesome. I'm going to go back to the fifties. Things were so much better. I, I want to make America great again. What is this?
2: Good place <laughs> to start.
1: Yeah, it, it is a great place to start. Uh, Musk. Good stuff. That is Danny and the juniors uh, way back in uh, 1958. How many eons ago is that? Uh, they went to what, I guess, number What They had, they actually had, uh, ratings back then. Uh, it was number one for Danny and the juniors. Uh, mm-hmm. Good-looking guys. Look at that quaff. Yeah, is that, is that right? Yeah, look at the quaff that they got going. That's pretty. My cool. Father was
2: uh, sixteen. <clears throat> wow. Oh, it must have been a good year for Tom Musco. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Big man a... on campus. Yeah. Uh, they all wore it... blue. All the pictures from back then. All the boys wore blue jeans and white T-shirts. You know, and they all had the short hair. There was no. Yeah. There was no goths. You know, there were no hippies. Not, not in nineteen fifty-eight.
4: <laughs> it was freedom. You, were you
1: around at 58, Rudy?
2: One year old.
1: You were one year. Wow. Yep. There you go. They, I bet your mommy and daddy had you right there playing the records. And they're like, look at, look, look at little Rudy go. I was going to say. Look at
4: little Rudy go. I remember when I became three, I just watched my mom because she'd listen to the radio all the time. And when things like that came on, she just started dancing.
1: <laughs> it might have been the first song you ever danced to. Honestly. <laughs> very well could it be. could have been. Very, let's go to the hop. Yeah. it's like, oh, look at little Rudy. He's so cute. <laughs> Uh, it's Apple Tree Day ladies and gentlemen, National Cuddle Up Day. Uh, uh, I, I, there's never been more people that have been more separate than right now. Exactly. <laughs> like nobody's cuddling up with anything. It's like National sh- mama, a little baby luck, like shortbread, shortbread, mama, a little baby luck, like shortbread. Yeah, National Shortbread Day. National Take Down the Christmas Tree Day and National Smith Day, but most importantly, we've got Epiphany in our You know what? We we've got I'm I'm going to sh- save all this for tomorrow because today's Epiphany. Which is the end of the holiday. This is the end of everything, and uh, he was explaining uh, to me. It's a very Catholic holiday, the Three Kings, right? Yeah. And uh, they, there's a tradition that there are presents at the very end. I think in Russia, if I'm not mistaken, the uh, Soviet Union, Russia, it would have to be Russia, right? I think they celebrate this day as if it is Christmas. Is yep. that not
2: yes? The indeed, case? and also in the in the Puerto Rican culture of course where i come from the northeast hispanic people for decades were majority puerto rican yeah. three kings day is huge in the puerto rican culture yeah,
1: yeah. they just like the word kings <laughs> i used to did i tell you like uh my first fiance she she was puerto rican yeah i've told you the story right yeah. where she's puerto rican and uh, and we used to get into a fights because we're watching like miss universe i like, what the hell is Miss Puerto Rico doing in Miss Universe American Contest? American Territory. Well, like, hello, hello, you guys need to decide whether you want to be a commonwealth or you want to be a state. Like, you can't <laughs> be both. Like, we're going to take we, – we better get something good out of Puerto Rico, don't you think? Mm-hmm. I mean, might as well get the uh, – and the ladies there, they're very pretty. They're, they're a mix. Uh I don't know how much you know about uh, Puerto Rico on that area, but what's really interesting is that, like, her family – it was half irish half hispanic mm-hmm. and they were so incredibly enthralled right. that uh, my last name was aragon oh, so that, that. there it is, well, that's a
2: booyah base, the caribbean cuz you had so much european yeah. colonization Creole. you had slavery you had indigenous people i mean that's uh, do the dna profile of people in the Caribbean. you're going to find uh,
1: <laughs> quite a melange well there were you know everyone's uh, <clears throat> doing Doing a lot of uh, things with a lot of people in yep. uh, that area, you know, floating from boat to boat, place to place. Uh, let's not forget, it's also the uh, home of, uh, sadly, Jeffrey Epstein in the uh, Little St. James. So 550 500. Let's uh, continue here with this before we check on weather and traffic because I want to wrap this up because this is January 6th. is becoming not just New Mexico's birthday or epiphany. It's also becoming Hate Conservatives Day. It really is. I'm going to give you two... Examples of that that we have not gotten to. We love our police. We love our thin blue line. We love the guys, the boys in blue who are out there, or black angels looking at state police. So in Minnesota, an elderly couple, they ordered the groceries and they're waiting for the delivery driver to go ahead and come in and make the the delivery, right? So the lady... Something called Instacart. Never heard of it. I'm not sure if you even see it here. The Instacart delivery driver. It's interesting that they didn't note her ethnicity. Did you notice that? Did you notice in the article, Dow, that they did not notice? Not they okay. did not okay. note her ethnicity. I was looking for it. And then there was the blaze. Because it's even racist to point out someone's ethnicity anymore, right? But if they're going to do themselves, I identify as this and I'm emphatic about it. But you can't say what I am. Because if you try to characterize what I am, then you are racist. Thank you. So the Instacart delivery driver smashed the elderly couple's groceries. This is what, these people can't get out. You know, you got COVID, all these type of stuff. You know, this is happening during Christmas time. Because she was enraged by a thank you sign to the police in the customer's front yard. I guarantee this woman was black, without question. Uh. I'm just going to put this out there. I'm, I've been looking for the ethnicity. We're in Minnesota, Minneapolis, leftist, Ilana Mar. She married her brother. Let's not forget that. The Instacart shopper identified by her first name, Tara, see, was said to have shopped the couple's order and arrived at their home for a drop-off. When she arrived, she apparently became enraged after seeing a yard sign expressing gratitude for the local police department. That's where we've gotten to. I know you were trying to disagree with me. It was like, no, we're coming together. We're going to work across the aisle. I'm sorry. You know, we're, we're going to get along. Uh, I really feel like we're all in this together. This is not that they were selling us during the COVID, that we're all in this together. Yet the big shops were staying open, run by the liberals, you know, uh, Costco and like, and, and and the small little ones run by the, you know, people who are waving their red, white and blue and are good Americans and likely Republicans, right? The past year has been a roller coaster and heartache of big life changes for the elderly couple. Money is tight. Vulnerability is high. The morning they made the Instacart grocery purchase to be delivered to the door. Nothing crazy, just a couple of bags worth, and they received the usual notifications. Tara's shopping. She's on her way. She's in your neighborhood. They didn't get the one that says she's destroying your yard with her groceries because she hates... The fact that you were thanking the police. Instacart doesn't provide that update. No. No, no, they did. They didn't get that one. They might want to add that. Woke rage in your well, yard. Yeah, yeah, and that somehow everybody like in that whole area, right? It's like Wisconsin, Illinois, Minnesota, the Midwest, right? Yeah. It's just kind of weird, right? So Tara probably doesn't know how carefully those fifty dollars in groceries were budgeted for," said a family member of the elderly couple. So I think we probably should try and be a little bit nicer to eat one another and not get so offended. 36-year-old woman from Coon Rapids has reportedly refused to speak with law enforcement connection with the incident, be given that it's a small event. She will not be prosecuted under federal law. She just got fired. She got relieved from Instacart. A GoFundMe page was set up and the couple received more than $12,000. I checked the page. It uh, was shut down with 405 donors at $13,500. And finally this week, and speaking of, Good Samaritans and people out trying to do things, but uh, the woke liberal leftist rage that continues. Hard to believe, you know, whoa, oh wait, our transmitter did go down. We finally get, I was out at the site today having to go ahead and uh, assess that, doing the, the whole thing. Look, the board went down. There's someone, someone brought some bad juju into the Kiva. That's all I can say. That's, that's what happened. So a New York Magazine writer, his name, uh, is it Jonathan Scheit. Uh, Chate, I think. Chait, okay. Yeah, I don't uh, know how to pronounce it. He's been around those. a while. He's okay. a very hateful, silly man. He is a very hateful man. Uh, some, some nice quips going back against him on Twitter, which I was appreciative to see people fighting back uh, on that. He went to Twitter this Tuesday to mock a conservative group that was trying to help drivers that were stranded on the I-95 in Virginia. The Reagan Battalion, a conservative media group, offered to connect people in need of food who were stranded. Yeah. But he went to Twitter and used the Reagan battalion's neighborly offer to take political shots at President Ronald Reagan. The Reaganites used to believe in pulling yourself up by your bootstraps. Hilarious. That's very funny. They're trapped on I-95 in three feet of snow. You idiot. Chase's insensitivity to the ongoing crisis was reprimanded by Twitter users, including Tim Carney. This is your dumbest tweet ever. Angela Morabito said needing help in a blizzard is not the same thing as living off of welfare and John Davidson. No, not of, uh, that's incredible. <laughs> Congratulations on being the worst person on Twitter <laughs> yes. today. You know, he who was. also was there trapped Tim Kaine, our, our vice president. They could the even take 2016 <laughs> Hillary <laughs> going to run again. Tim Kaine, the, uh, Senator, um, I guess they were delivering oranges and he got the, uh, high side of that. Cause he was thanking people from Florida. We're delivering orange. Five fifty, fifty five hundred. weather and traffic. Rudy Grande, let's go.
13: All right, as
4: we put things together, we just got to be excited about the weather right now in January. Get ready for nearly 60 degrees tomorrow. Right now, not too far from that, 53 in Albuquerque and 51 in Rio Rancho. All right, as far as uh, traffic, whatever was on 528, at uh, Sarah has cleared because traffic is now back to normal there. A little tentative once you get closer to southern, but, you know, that's just congestion that normally would come at this hour it's driving into the sunset that's hurting i-25 southbound at osuna you start pumping the brakes about 40 maybe 35 miles an hour right in that area all the way to comanche other than that i can say the only other real uh, kind of headache is going to be rio bravo as you come off i-25 and head westbound on rio bravo it's the construction near letter that is going to uh, hamper that drive just a little bit but all in all, not too bad out there. Well, this traffic report is brought to you by Salon Deluxe in Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, the cleanest salon in all of Rio Rancho. And I'd say maybe even the entire city. These guys have taken all the precautions to make sure you are always treated right. Salon Deluxe, they are the home also, their market partner for Monate. So if you would like the best hair, skin, and nail products, Monate is the place and uh, Monate is the product and the place is Salon Deluxe. You can see all, see everything you need to know about that at salondeluxe.com. All right, we're up to date. Let's dive back into the rock of Talk.
1: All right, 449. Thanks Rudy. Good job. As always, 60 degrees looking good, huh? I love that. Are you am going to go uh, throw the slather, the sunbathing stuff. Oh, yeah. I think it's so hot. I've, I lost 25 pounds. Since, uh, <laughs> so what I said I wasn't going to say a single word until I actually did it. 25 pounds officially today right here in the Ooh-hoo. Kiva. So, uh, We'll see what the next 25. You know what they say about uh for every 25 pounds that you lose? No. All right. I'm glad you don't know.
4: That's hey, good. listen. One time when I lost a bunch of weight like that, do you know what, yeah, my, what happened? My weight lady told me because I was working you, you with, have a weight lady? I I was working with because it was one of those things, you know. Okay. And so she goes to her back office, yeah. and she rolls out on a chair of wheels uh-huh. a 25-pound bag of dog food. Oh, And she wow. said, you're no longer carrying this. Yeah,
1: that's who. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Oprah even, did that day all those years, years ago. It's yeah. a great picture in my yeah. mind. Yeah, yeah All yeah. I did was just change what I eat and change when I eat and how I eat. And uh, I'll be happy to share it with you. But I'll probably just kind of create a, uh, <clears throat> if you will, uh, a book that we can sell right uh, for next that's year right. uh, then we'll do that uh let's see there's well, no market for weight loss books <laughs> not in this country there's another <laughs> let's see uh you got another subscriber there down uh, yes. uh, from la hefa that's pretty cool that. and then that was... an unsubscription look at this don't use the service enough too busy mr McHale has stepped out on this uh uh here right right in the middle of yeah, our people
6: come people stuff. go
1: yeah. they, they come and they go as they say but uh, nonetheless you want to subscribe uh, directly at www.rockoftalk dot chat uh hi eddie and dowd you may want to hold off on declaring the race of that crazy delivery lady in minnesota there are plenty of fanatical white liberals in minnesota that's just a little more white snow uh. than liberals there but not by much how do you think i responded no thanks <laughs> <laughs> stop trying to tell me what to say and what to think really like when did we de- like why do i need to be police? right Why don't you go check? Go find out. Go on a a wild and and prove me wrong. Seriously, seldom am I wrong, and hopefully for you, for your case, maybe you can prove me wrong, and then I'll be totally fine. I
2: guess. Well, the uh, the message that was scrawled and shoved into the Christmas wreath, nice, mm. nice holiday greeting, was, uh, "Find another slave, f the police, racist pigs."
1: Oh, there we go. Uh, Maybe just another white person, (sighs) just another crazy white liberal, huh? I tell you, those middle-aged white uh, white women, they love to adopt their, you know, I mean, that's just the way, when we get a, jur- a jury, that's that's when how Karen's we clear attacked. the jury, yeah. you know, where <laughs> we've gotten them. These are just facts, folks. These are things that happen. Speaking of Biden's popularity, this was on I-40 today. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> wow. Nice job, guys. You guys are just really good. I feel like there's people that are fighting back, don't you? Do you yeah, feel like yeah, there's yeah. a little pushback? People
4: still believe in this country.
2: Yeah, uh, I think inflation's doing it, kicking people in the pants, finally. And that they, they didn't wake up for a lot of other things, but baby needs a new pair of shoes. You
1: notice those prices when you've got to meet a household budget. And Papa's got a brand new bag. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Los Reyes Magos. I have no idea what I just said. Hopefully, it's FCC compliant. Eddie, the peaceful protest of January 6th a year ago was indeed hijacked by Asian provocateurs. It's like one of my favorite, favorite words. The likes of Antifa, the FBI, does Ray Epps sound familiar, and potentially the CIA, There. Were, I believe, two requests for the National Guard to be present, but both Nancy Pelosi and then the sergeant at arms ignored them. There were only five deaths that day. Officer Brian Sicknick, 42, Ashley Babbitt, 35, Roseanne Boylan, 34, Kevin Greeson, 55, and Benjamin Phillips, 50. It's interesting to me, the left talks about this so called insurrection, but has forgotten about the violence perpetrated and the damage done to the Capitol and to DC area, January 20th, 2017. Yep. Yeah, yeah. President Trump's inauguration. God bless you all in the Kiva, and God bless the USA. That's Kevin. Kevin, that is your best text ever. uh,
2: And we're still waiting for the National Commission on somewhere between maybe 30 and 40 people died in all of the St. Georgia fentanyl riots. But I guess those lives don't matter.
1: So they did send it. How many migrants have been sent to Florida to turn the vote? I'm not sure what I was referring to there. Going to be real time. Uh, let's see, the January 6th insurrection was likely incited by leftists and our own FBI and Capitol Police. This can coming from the conservativeus.com uh, website. Photos and a video from conservative uh, us. Uh, it looks uh, like security showing up looking like Antifa during DC MAGA rally. We've seen this, right? Uh, working opposition all the time. Propane tanks as well. Supporters of President Donald Trump started demonstrations in Washington the day before the Congress meets to certify Joe Biden's victory in the Electoral College. Multiple groups have received permits to host events, DC medium or browser, urge people to avoid downtown on Tuesday. Make no mistake, many of the individuals have stated that they are coming to the district to provoke residents, wreak havoc. It was all telegraphed. Remember, it was all telegraphed. And if it was telegraphed, it could have been prevented and they would have known it. And it was whose responsibility was it? It was Nancy Pelosi's responsibility. The Capitol Police, the Sergeant at Arms, right? The Speaker of the House is in complete and total control. Complete and total control for the security there in Washington, D.C. So I've got some uh, videos, some other things that are coming here. Uh, Ray Epps, the Fed-protected provocateur who appears to have led the very first January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol. Revolver, after months of research, Revolver's investigative reporting team can now reveal that Ray Epps, FBI agent, appears to be among the first primary orchestrators, of the very first breach of the Capitol's police barricades. At 12.50 p.m. on January the 6th, Epps appears to have led the breach team that committed the very first illegal acts on the fateful day. What's more, FBI agent Epps and his breach team did all their dirty work with 10 minutes still remaining on President Trump's National Mall speech. And with the vast majority of Trump supporters still 30 minutes away from the Capitol. Secondly, Revolver also determined and will prove below that the FBI stealthily removed Ray Epps from its Capitol violence most wanted list on July 1st, just one day after Revolver exposed the inexplicable and puzzlesome FBI protection of known Epps associate and Oath Keepers leader, Stuart Rhodes. July 1st was also just one day after the separate New York Times report amplified a glaring falsifiable lie about Epps' role in the events of January 6th. Lastly, Epps appears to have worked alongside several individuals, many of them suspiciously unindicted to carry out a breach of the police at barricades that induced subsequent flood of unsuspecting MAGA protesters to unwittingly trespass on Capitol resurrected grounds and place themselves in legal jeopardy. So that coming from last year and um, a lot of other stuff that uh, you guys are sending in. We appreciate everybody who's uh, texting in uh, and bringing us uh, more and more information on all this. But again, for review, so January 6th, whether you're celebrating Epiphany, the birthday of the state of New Mexico, happy 110th uh, New Mexico, or you're, uh, it's hate conservative day and you want to continue to you know blame everything on us when we didn't do, not, not one, not one, not one death comes from a Trump supporter or conservative in all of this, okay? You Americans out there, a majority of you believe this country's democracy is coming apart. All while Joe Biden has his lowest approval ratings in the one year since he's taken office. And you continue to demonize us for really no reason when we were running a much better country than I think uh, they were. 550, 50, Let's 500. hit the top of the hour news. Murder Mike at the bottom of next hour. Hour three, Dr. Yeadon. Some uh, very interesting things to share there as well. As always, we appreciate you listening right here in the Kiva. AM 1600, KIV, ABQ.FM, is Give Pavlos
4: Panagopoulos. This is Jeffrey Candelaria from Straight Talk with Jeffrey Candelaria. If you're tired of those old Wall Street cliches, give Pavlos Panagopoulos and his team a call at 505-828-4068
14: or his website, myfinancialsense.com Securities and investment advisory services are offered through Satera Visor Networks and Satera Visor Networks is a member of the Securities Investors Protection Corporation. Call 505 828
1: The Rock of Talk TV is now available on your computer or for Roku, Apple TV, and Amazon Fire. To download your version, just visit rockoftalk.tv and go to the app section to get the download link for Rock of Talk TV.
9: Chris Napier here with Loan Depot, the mortgage guy. As you look for the best ways to provide and protect for your family, the structure of your loans is critical. Your mortgage payment and its terms could be behind the curve. Let's ensure that when you're buying or refinancing your home, you have the best total cost. Call me at 505-710-2499 and MLS number three three zero zero nine three.
1: Pet Food Gone Wild in Rio Rancho. Pampering your pets with a full self-serve dog wash. Pet Food Gone Wild, two stations for one to three dogs at a time. Cats too. Oh, and ask for the grooming club card. I'm Susanna, owner of Pet Food Gone Wild, providing natural food and supplements for healthy pets. Pet Food Gone Wild Rewards Card makes every visit easy. Pet Food Gone Wild. Tap to call at com. You and your pets will love this month's offer at pets.theplaceilike.com.
5: USA Radio
15: News with Tim Berg. President Biden insists his speech marking the one-year anniversary of the January 6th riot at the U.S. Capitol will not further divide America. In his speech, Biden putting the blame for the riot squarely on the shoulders of former President Donald Trump. Louisiana Republican Senator Steve Scalise disagrees and says Biden's speech was divisive.
5: When you look at what's going on today and just seeing the way Speaker Pelosi, President Biden, Kamala Harris, are just trying to politicize this, try to compare it to the, the thousands who died on at Pearl Harbor uh, on September 11th. Uh, you know, it just is very clear. They want this to be a politicized day. A funeral
15: took place in Atlanta, Georgia on Thursday for Georgia Republican Senator Johnny Isaacson.
12: Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you. Or visit Cologuard.com.
7: I'm in.
15: Walmart employees' pandemic-related time off is decreasing. The big box retailer sending memos to its employees this week saying they will now only get one week off instead of two. This comes after the CDC cut isolation time for asymptomatic people who test positive for COVID-19 from 10 days to 5 walmart's new guidelines will be in place through march 31st and will be available to employees regardless of their vaccination status the east coast is bracing for what could be the first bomb cyclone of 2022 meteorologists saying a major winter snowstorm is hitting tonight into tomorrow that could result in below zero temperatures and heavy snow the snow is expected to spread from west virginia and virginia through delaware new jersey pennsylvania and much of southeastern New England. More news online at usaradio.com. This is USA Radio News. As Omicron cases, but not deaths, continue to explode across the nation, California says their mask mandate will remain in place.
0: California officials are citing what they refer to as an astonishing spike in coronavirus cases from overwhelmed hospitals. But the state's health director said Wednesday that additional restrictions are not being considered. California's confirmed cases have shot up nearly 500 percent in the last two weeks, and hospitalizations have doubled since Christmas to more than 8,000. State models forecast hospitalizations could top 20,000 by early February. In the USA Radio News Midwest Bureau, I'm Katie Lewis.
15: After releasing statements criticizing how the U.S. pullout from Afghanistan was handled, former Marine Lieutenant Colonel Stuart Schiller Jr. was discharged. Schiller says on Fox and Friends that he will continue fighting for accountability.
14: There should be some accountability. Will that happen? I'm going to spend the rest of my life making sure that it does. Uh, Do we go back? That's a more complicated question. Uh, The best, you know, the way you do it is to not mess it up in the first place.
15: Schiller also saying that if he had been less emotional, more people would have listened and taken action. He was he was jailed and court-martialed for violating the Uniform Code of Military Justice. For USA Radio News i'm tim berg
6: all right
4: as we begin the five o'clock hour we put things together starting with the weather another great day coming our way tomorrow today we got up to 57 degrees tomorrow it'll be 59 pretty decent for january right now it's 54 degrees in albuquerque 50 degrees even in rio rancho and it's starting to be a little bit of a drive on the i-40 driving into that sunset westbound you're going to start pumping the brakes right there coming off of the Big Eye, and that's not going to release until all the way out to Coors. So just a little bit of patience there. Kind of the same story on uh, Paseo del Norte. That westbound trip spoils right there at 2nd, crossing the river. And once you get beyond the river, it looks like things are going to improve on your way to Coors. And it looks like that uh, drive on uh, I-25 southbound still, it's a struggle. Under 35 miles an hour, southbound 25 from Osuna to Montgomery. All right. This traffic report is brought to you by Amazing Grace Personal Care Services. I know we all just got away from the holidays. We had a chance to spend time with mom and dad, and we said, gosh, you know, as I talked to my siblings, they were struggling a little bit. The house wasn't as kept as it used to be. You know what? We need to get some people to come in and help on a regular basis. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services is the place to go. You know what? Let me give you a quick way to get a hold of them. Just go to homecare.theplaceilike.com. You'll be able to call them, email them. Anything you need, get help from mom and dad. Amazing Grace, personal care services. And with that, we're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk.
1: Albuquerque's Macro Aggression. I am Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk, on AM 1600, KIVABQ.FM. rockoftalk.com. 550, 5,500. Murder mics at the bottom of the hour we've got a couple of uh weather and traffic updates uh, more with rudy grande we've got some confusion and disarray there in the kiva uh, I'm, i doubt i don't know how you handle it you come in and, ignore
6: all
2: and you
1: got uh, you got disarray. cigarette smoke coming <laughs> one way and then you got uh, the weather and traffic out of the other way so it's just like a, it's like a little hurricane there uh,
2: all that uh, cigarette smoke that entered the studio <laughs> has uh, directly impacted my head injury and i will be calling for an ambulance
1: shortly what's the uh, bomb cyclone i've never heard of that i mean i've heard of a lot of bomb things but it says a bomb cyclone at the top of the hour. I've got to say, I don't even know what that is. So, if anybody wants to enlighten me on that, I'd be uh, well welcome all ears. By the way, uh, somebody's going out and they're just working as hard as they possibly can to uh, to deliver. And the same person who said you might want to be hasty and it says this Tara, this purple haired woman. The order from Cub was placed on December fifth, twenty twenty one, and it looks like uh, I, the he looks like a she with purple hair. Oh, look at that. So, Tara, did you see that? That's the picture. Ooh. Yeah. Call me. Call me, ma'am. Call me. Do you guys remember that? The uh, the great GameStop video? Yeah. That was That's the best. Right. I, I had that on repeat. In Albuquerque, I, like I, I believe. I felt right? like yeah. I knew that person. Like, that person had been in my studio before, you know? No, I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe, maybe. Eddie and Dad, I love you just the way you are, but don't change. But I think you're hasty on this one. Driver appears to be blue-haired, white, crazy liberal, which Minnesota has plenty of. That's the Daily Mail story. Crazy okay. takes many forms. Looks like a man, baby. She is. <laughs> she was. Luckily, uh, like like a man is a man. Walk like a man, talks like a man. Boy, what whatever happened to Howie Mandel? Hour two here, just for you. We'll talk about a little bit of leadership uh, to kind of finish things off uh, from the uh, hour number one, the January sixth. Happy birthday, New Mexico. Epiphany, ladies and gentlemen, for all you Catholics and Christians out there. And Then, uh, of course, or, or Christmas, I guess, in Russia. And then uh, what's well, a hate a conservative day uh, on the January 6th uh, as well, um, but happy birthday, New Mexico. Okay, so <clears throat> inflation, it's impacting you. It's impacting all of us, right? Take a receipt from this year at this time. Look at your power bill from this time and then compare it to last year's uh, power bill. Look at everything. Prices of everything have gone up substantially. Certain categories, 5 to 8%. Other categories, 35%, 40%. Lumber, 200%. I mean, it just depends upon what you're really sort of paying attention to. So this, this bright, bright guy from New Mexico State University, not very many bright people at New Mexico State University, I might say. I'm not an Aggie, obviously. I'm a Lobo. Um, two degrees there, economics, political science. Uh, Erickson, Ph.D., is a professor of economics. His signature course, Dowd. Is money and banking. I took that 315 money and banking over oh. at the U, U University of Mexico, which he has taught 150 times over 38 years. Now, I just did the the math on that. 150 times over 38 years. Do you think he just walks up there and doesn't think anymore? Yeah, pretty rote, rote. Mm, yeah, yeah, it's going to be, be like. Point, yeah. Well, the less, works hard for his paycheck. That's the same lesson I had from, um, I think, uh, my money and banking teacher. He was Chinese and his name was Pham. And nobody wanted to take his class. Okay. And he, because he was so difficult, tough grader. He was, oh yeah, and he was good. And I learned a lot from the man. I really did. But <clears throat> he puts out this opinion piece, so he uh, erupts from the dead, and he's trying to talk about macroeconomic factors, you know, supply side stuff. So. <clears throat> Inflation, 6.9% in November, he contends, he's like, come on, people, get real. And I quote, we just suffered through the worst economic downturn ever recorded. Classic liberal, right? What he's not incorporating in all this is the other side, right? What's actually impacting the demand, right? What's creating the demand? You don't have enough supply. You're creating more demand. People need things. People were stocking up. Unemployment, was 14.8%, GDP dropping at 9%. Price is not rising, but falling 2%. The economy is in disarray. They manufactured, they engineered the downturn. And he's lauding the fact that we pumped nearly $12 trillion, dollars, paper, money, inflation, into the economy. At some point, we're going to have to pay the piper. At some point, this country is going to get its comeuppance. We're, what, $29.4 trillion right now in terms of our national debt, oh, just soon to 30. blast through 30. Okay. But he lauds the Democrats and Republicans alike deciding that doing nothing wasn't an option, I have to say, and I think it was all of about maybe 10 people who didn't vote for it, right? That one guy who stood at the front is like, oh, there's the wise guy. He's like, I don't want this $6 trillion to pass. I don't care. A bomb cyclone was the perfect storm in that famous book. I didn't know. Okay. Oh, I guess it's when two cyclones collide. Oh, Oh, but I thought cyclones were only off the coast of Asia. Those are typhoons. Hurricanes and typhoons are both forms of cyclones, I believe. So uh, to kind of finish this off, he's saying that we should You paid for this, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. This is a government economist. We should be happy that they printed all this money. Yep. And the chickens are going to come home to roost. He says, we're extremely fortunate that the lockdown recession didn't transform into a depression. It should have. At some point, we should have expected our reality by shutting us down. This is a total and complete disconnect yeah, yeah. from what's actually happening in the economy. It's embarrassing. When you have $27 billion pumped into the economy of New Mexico and nothing has created that, you're going to have inflation. And on top of that, you're going to have a disconnect uh, against market forces. Okay. Uh, artificial hand steps in it creates uh let me let me let me let me try to remember from my economics textbooks you know back in the day right uh these inadequacies these insufficiencies these i i, I hold me out down <laughs> i'm just looking for the, the professor's uh, contact information so i can include it in the show notes tonight if if you want to drop him a line ladies and gentlemen since you pay his salary <clears throat> it creates these inadequacies and those market forces go away and once you remove the market from all that and it stops responding, then you're gonna need that again because you've changed behavior in economics and what he should have told you is that economics is dependent upon what's called rational actors. We expect you to be greedy, we expect you to work hard and we expect you to do the best possible thing and then we're gonna go ahead and they call it the dismal science for a reason because they're gonna go ahead and curtail it and, 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 and drive it down to the worst possible outcome. And somehow you're going to be happy with that. People are going to be as greedy as it. Greed is good. You remember that Wall Street speech? Remember? Greed is good. Greed is good. We expect people to be rational, to take as much as they possibly can. Well, what happens when you stick $27 in the New Mexico economy or $10 across the economy overall? People are greedy. And they're sitting on more money. And there's two things here on the point. Why are so many people leaving the workforce? Because they have more money than they've ever had. And you're not going to tell them what to do. Those are the only rational actors that are truly out there at this point. 550, 50, 500. It's 550, oh, by the Let's way, uh, Eddie, yes.
2: the, Dr. Erickson, uh, the uh, professor down at NMSU, who uh, literally said in this piece, Come on, people, get real. Uh, inflation is a small price to pay. Uh, his areas of expertise are macroeconomics, money, and banking latin america and economic development so i guess he wants to pursue what so many countries in latin america have pursued which is i guess just runaway inflation it's just Just a
1: matter of time before we peg the dollar and just crash our economy that's eventually what all these uh, guys do you paid for this op-ed ladies and gentlemen you paid for it there you go that's good Uh, you guys know about the dollar peg in argentina you ever heard of zimbabwe inflation and you know irrationality yeah. <laughs> right, bringing so a barrel full of of of, of, uh, of currency in order to buy a, a loaf of bread yeah uh, well we won't need that because we'll just have a card now that's so right they so it's card. all digital now so you know you're gonna have to have trillions of dollars on your credit card one day <laughs> you know before you know it folks you guys are gonna have million dollar gifts that's where the inflation is gonna inevitably go all right uh Rudy Grande, weather and traffic
4: so fun to put things together when we start with this kind of a weather forecast. Tomorrow will be 59 degrees out there right now. I know the sun is set, but it's still 52 degrees in Albuquerque and 49 in Rio Rancho. Well, unfortunately, we're still slow driving into that sunset, which seems to have pretty much gone below the horizon, but still slow. I-25 southbound san mateo over to montgomery i-25 westbound very slow right off of the uh, big eye and that's uh, about 40 miles an hour all the way across over to uh coors boulevard and the same story on uh, paseo del norte except oh, look at this this one just came up it's an accident on paseo del norte this is going to be right before golf uh, golf course road and so that's why you're so slow from coors boulevard to Golf Course. But before that, you're also kind of in the thick of things from the river on over to Coors Boulevard. All right. With that, we're up to date. Let's. Oh, wait a second. You oh, know wow. what? I wait, need Don't this.
1: we have an advertisement? That's it. Something? It's
4: Taco Tote. Oh, they, the, the
1: Taco Tote. They
4: okay. have this family of five deal that is just really amazing. You'd see it by going to tacos.com. And what it is is it's going to be you choose the meat, you choose the sides, and you choose the tortillas. Is that flour or corn? And don't forget the salsas. Go get that special, look for it online, and then take that in with you to Taco Tote on Central across from the Highland Theater. Now we are up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. All
1: right, uh, good stuff. Little Dizzy Gillespie. Did I get that right? Dizzy Gillespie. Gillespie. Pie. <laughs> when you look at it, when you just read it, sound it out, right? Uh, he died on this day back in 1993, the year I graduated at the age of 75 in... Inglewood, New Jersey. Now, oh, that's a good one. I'm glad you included that. I mean, a, here's the musical stylings of Dizzy. Hmm. How about that? I feel like I'm in a pool of gun, you know, while I've got, uh, what's his name, in the front uh, front of Los, uh, my Los Angeles cabbie driving me around. You guys remember <laughs> the that uh, great Tom Cruise movie? Uh, speaking of Tom Cruise, do we have any release date on oh don't uh, make me look again they, a, they always gun. move it ahead every they six mo- months have we moved it to 2024 already <laughs> oh. <laughs> the movie supposedly is supposed to be re- uh, released in 2020 now going to right, 20 still at may 27th of this okay. of this year not 2023 year, really, will the theaters be open will there be theaters at that point right is it are they only keeping theaters open for top gun i would that, that's the one thing i knew every single word the top can you imagine how irritating that must be to watch like a nine 11 year old kid literally know every single word my parents would pop in the tape and i would do the whole movie top to bottom mm-hmm. yeah
2: what what many people think the greatest homoerotic scene in all of american film with the uh kelly mcgillis wearing the jorts no homoerotic oh the, you're talking the volleyball. about the, the volleyball yes yeah. yes
1: yeah yes. you got uh a yes. slider, the slider you got uh, greased up coo- uh yeah yeah. yeah yeah a lot a of, lot of jail oh yeah yeah a lot of uh <laughs>
4: Playing with the guys, I think. Was I believe that was the song.
1: You would know. It was huh? Kenny Loggins. Playing with the boys. Yeah, with right. the boys. Uh, yes. Kenny Loggins, yes. famous nudist. Uh, <laughs> is it not ironically enough that he did that? You know, he got married in the nude. I, think uh, I, I remember telling you telling me. Right? Yes. Yeah, uh, I thought it was a strange. Uh, thing. And he Kenny. turned 74 tomorrow. But wow. I'm I'm glad glad he's I wasn't not invited. doing anything in the nude. Yeah. <laughs> right. Although I do think the funny uh, scene that comes from, I think it's deconstructing Harry where everybody says, I love thee the Woody Allen, where grandpa's standing in line nude naked you've got to see that everybody says i love you a really great movie as well Whoa, why am i even going back to movies i don't watch movies I'm we not, will be not doing all kenny
2: loggins tomorrow because he is turning 74 so oh, be no. all. all of our musical bumpers tomorrow will be kenny loggins uh david caruso tomorrow 66 right. uh, katie kirk the fake Ooh. journalist katie kirk is 65 yeah.
1: tomorrow and nicholas cage the kids. greatest
2: actor of his generation yes.
1: is 58 katie couric i oftentimes mix her up with michelle lujan grisham yes yeah they, uh, very they, short very left wing yeah. and
2: uh, very overconfident and mm-hmm. um not nearly as smart as they think they
4: are i always confuse her for a human being Ooh, oh, wow rudy rudy
1: rudy it's Rudy's early Richard's today this is you could get jailed for your comments oh today my. i'm just letting you know <laughs> be careful there rudy. <laughs> but hold back there rudy uh <clears throat> all right so let's uh, talk about COVID for a second. Oh, yeah, the phones are open, 550-50. Actually, just text in. I'm not going to take your uh, phone calls right now. So COVID-19 is going crazy. Seemingly every – is Mike alive back there? Murder Mike? Is he alive? Uh, he's texting, so I think Oh, he's wow. Okay. okay, I couldn't tell what he's doing. <laughs> wow, this is Murder Mike. I want to make sure he's okay on the couch over there. Um, Cases have soared. We've had two 1 million infection days, and they're saying, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's not about the infections anymore, remember? So France is now relaxing their quarantine rules, okay? Remember we told you seven ways that they're going to go ahead and flip on this whole entire thing and they're going to say, okay, what we were telling you last week is not what we want you to do this week, okay? Because they understand it's an election year and all these types of things. Holiday reporting delays mean real infection rates are likely even much higher. Seven-day average of COVID-19 in the U.S. reached a pandemic record 403,000. Hospitalizations... Over 100,000 on Monday, up 41% over the past two weeks. Places like Puerto Rico, Washington, D.C., that includes all of these places. Los Angeles County reported more than 20,000 new COVID-19 infections on Sunday. Groups representing emergency physicians and nurses in Massachusetts warned that emergency rooms are at critical capacity and said the situation will likely worsen. What isn't worsening is the actual coronavirus impact itself. Because they're telling you, we've gotten to 10 to 5 days on the quarantine. I mean, we covered all this stuff yesterday. Let's, uh, like, just just for a quick review on all this, and I think that it's important for people to understand that the flip-flopping that has continued to come on, testing positive, right? Now you're not shamed if you're testing positive, sort of like everyone gets the COVID. Everyone gets the COVID, right? How about the quarantine, 10 to 5 days? We know that that that's uh, been there. Now we're definitely going to school. We don't care how many people are infected. You don't have to quarantine. It's an election year right? You don't have to stay home anymore. Those are some of the things. Uh, now we're not looking at cases anymore. Now we're looking at hospitalizations, right? right. right? Uh, the vaccine mandates, we're going to pull back on that because we don't have enough vaccines, but we still want to make sure and blame you for not getting the vaccine and the boosters. Well, we're going to hold back on the boosters uh, as well. Okay, So we know that the Omicron isn't as dangerous, but there are people that are being impacted with other things. Uh, if you have viral mono- pneumonia or things like that, I mean, That's serious stuff. Way worse than the Rona, ladies and gentlemen. I'll just tell you that right now. So cases are soaring. People are panicking. And now we know that the Omicron, from being undetectable in November, now more than half of the cases in December and all the way through January, now is the 6th. Happy birthday, New Mexico. Make up more than half of the COVID-19 cases in New Mexico, D Moscow. So here we go. They, they've got this. Here's what you do. Okay. We've got a whole little, I like the the uh the drawing. Drawing pictures. Positive test results. Stay home five days. Stay at home at room away from off others, away from your home. You do not need to get an additional PCR test. What what do we know about the PCR test? Don't get one to begin with. Yeah, they're faulty. You can't believe them. In fact, they're making people. Take them multiple times. Oh, you didn't get the you didn't you didn't you didn't test positive the first time. Come back, check it out again until we get the result we want. You have no symptoms after five days. You can leave your house, but wear a mask for five more days. Uh, Rudy, what are the symptoms of Omicron?
4: Very very little.
1: I asked, what are the symptoms? You know
4: what? I I'm not positive. Yeah,
2: what are the symptoms for Omicron? Uh, the cough, tightness of chest, you know, all that whole standard. <laughs> that can
1: be anything. There are no symptoms. Yeah, you I mean, don't it's, know. It's, it's the symptoms you have of winter viral infections. I mean, You it's... know what the main symptom of Omicron is? Is you think you have the coronavirus. <laughs> you think you have. No. and Tell me if I'm wrong. No, I don't think so. Please explain. Not. So if possible, get a PCR test, right? If you have symptoms and then repeat the at-home test every one to two days <laughs> until you test positive.
2: Who's making all the money from this at-home tests?
1: Stay at home until you know your test results. I can't even keep my pants on. I just ordered a pair of 38s. The first time, like, I don't even know when I was on 38. I must be suffering from the Omicron. You know, you, you reach to the back and you're like, you're grabbing your back. You're like, well, is there any- I don't even have anything to grab back there anymore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Looking forward to my next 25. No symptoms. No other tests is needed at this time, except if you had close right. contact. Yeah. How do you even know? How do I do? Do you have, do you have, um, I think I have it. Well, I better stay home. I mean, pretty much everybody needs to be staying home, yet they're telling everybody, you need to go to school. You need to pick up. You need to go to work, right? But you're not going to go to work if you're not vaccinated. Like, it's a catch-22 all over the place. And now, San Diego National Labs, as of yesterday or two days ago, they did not lose their jobs. Mm -hmm. We were spiking the football in the end zone. It was a great day for San Diego National Labs. They get to keep their jobs, ladies and gentlemen over the last month, unvaccinated people made up 66% of new COVID-19 cases. I doubt that report is anywhere but New Mexico.
2: It's odd. They keep reporting these statistics that aren't similar to other states, even states that are close to us. Uh, this I got this from the LA Times yesterday. Two-thirds of patients who have tested positive at hospitals run by the LA County Department of Health Services were admitted for something other than the coronavirus uh, in LA County. I mean... New Mexico continues to report these numbers. Oh, it's all the unvaccinated. It's all the.
1: Okay. Now, so uh, let's go to the New Mexico Department of Health. Let's go to the dashboard. Oh, yes. I love let's that. Let's, let's, let's visit the, let's dashboard the dashboard and let's look at the current number of infections. And I'm about to show you that this is BS. Let's see. Because it's really easy. You just have to pay attention to numbers and stats and actually know where you're going with all this stuff. Oh, so, geez. Our current hospitalization still down at 540. We were up at 716 the other yeah, day. Yeah, we reduced it by 41%, right? Yeah. But the, the number of infections, they're out there. So now, it's, now we don't care about infections. Right. Right. Only so hospital. we don't care about infections, but somehow 66% of the infections are unvaccinated. How do they even know any of this? <laughs> you can't prove that number, right? Mm-hmm. And then we have a record number of infections. We've got 2,000 people. Now, if you go at that rate and you look at that as a proportion, of, and remember, unvaccinated people by and large, they're like, okay, so what? I'm not even going to get a test to know if I'm, they're not the people that are going to go and get tested. Does that make sense? Am I making sense with what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So this, when I saw this, I'm like, unvaccinated people, even if they get the coronavirus, they're going to be like, I just have the antibodies. They didn't test me and I'm good. I'm good. That's what unvaccinated people think because the Omicron is no worse than, you know, the common cold at this point. All propaganda. Yep. They're trying to control your behavior. That's what the entire graph is. 4713, the Albuquerque Journal, probably the big stick and all the rest of the uh, organizations out there that are peddling this propaganda are all telling you to do this stuff. This isn't real. COVID, and it doesn't matter if you're looking at Los Angeles, or California, or Florida. Okay, let's go Let's go and look at Los Angeles first. COVID hospitalizations top summer surge in L.A. Okay. Roughly two-thirds of patients who have tested positive at hospitals, you just said down, run by the L.A. County Department, were admitted for something other than the coronavirus. They went to the hospital for something else. I mean, shouldn't we be segmenting these populations, creating the cohorts if you think you might have the corona? Wait over here, okay? Like, don't go into the schools. Don't go into the hospitals. Wait right here until we come and test you and make sure we have it. No, I'm going to go in to go get a test. And to see whether or not they have it, well, they're all infecting each other, I would suppose, based upon this. That's according to Health Services Director, Dr. Christina Gailey, who says that two-thirds of those who tested positive at hospitals were admitted for something else, not the coronavirus. Are you breathing? Yes, you have the coronavirus. (laughs) During the last winter surge, more than 80% of COVID-19 patients were in the hospital because they were experiencing severe illness associated with the disease. Now two-thirds who are in there Went in because they didn't even know they had the disease. Something else. Someone else infecting them? And maybe other people infecting them? Maybe you go to the hospital (laughs) to get infected? Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. This should be your president, folks, in 2024. Blames the Fed, slams hysteria as Florida shatters the COVID records with Omicron. Who runs the hospitals? Liberals. Who runs medicine? Liberals. Look at all of the top medical schools. Look at their donations. Look at the, uh, was it, AMA, American Medical Association? Insane number of liberals that are part of the American Medical Association. If you have a doctor who's not part of the AMA, he's likely a conservative. In terms of Florida, you look on what's going on in other states. They're letting hysteria drive them to do really damaging things. We thought people had learned. Santos is out there. He's a beast. I mean, he is a beast. He's an absolute. Yes. Be- Every day he's on TV. He's talking. He doesn't care. Like he And he makes more sense than anybody I know, right? The last thing on his mind is how will the New York Times editorial page react <laughs> to what I'm about to say? In terms of Florida, you look at what's going on in other states. DeSantis is looking at it and he's saying they're closing my schools, they're doing things that should not be done. It's not the way you deal with this. You don't shut things down. We were concerned about what was happening with the taking back of the supply, even more so that has been of the monoclonal antibodies. And at that point, I want to stop and then leave it here. Because I'm going to let Dowd wrap this up from NM Source or Source NM or whatever the heck these groups are. These are people who trust the government to the nth degree. And I want to say this. Folks, they're starting to curtail hydroxychloroquine and Ivermectin, and they're taking it off wherever they possibly can. They want you to get sick. There's no doubt about it. The monoclonal antibodies, they're making them more scarce, making them more expensive. And by that, I don't know that they really, truly want us to heal. You're going to hear about that at the tail end, the last 20 minutes of this show. It's going to be tough for you to listen to. We'll kick that off at 640. And um, you're going to hear directly from Dr. Yeadon himself on all of that. Let's check on weather and traffic, Rudy Grande, and then uh, we'll wrap it up with Source NM's, uh Interesting take on how their phone just tells them everything to do, and we'll take a phone call uh, as well.
4: All right, putting things together, we start with the weather again tomorrow, going to be great, 59 degrees, and a pretty nice weekend as well, staying in the 50s, both Saturday and Sunday. Look at this, 50 degrees still outside in Albuquerque as the sun is pretty much now gone, and it's 48 degrees in Rio Rancho. All right, unfortunately, a new accident had cropped up over the last few minutes. It's I-25 southbound, just before rio bravo so that's going to be a real slow slow drive from basically before gibson and once you get beyond that there's some police activity right around rio bravo so it's going to be kind of tentative just getting through that budget in about an extra 15 minutes this evening in rio rancho still have that accident around the west side i should say it's not really rio rancho it is coors boulevard and i'm sorry a golf course and paseo del norte where we have a couple of cars that came together. Now, they got them out of the lanes, but traffic still stumbles all the way back now from Coors Boulevard and uh, Paseo del Norte westbound. It'll be slow from the river over to Coors. All right, well, this traffic report is brought to you by Salon Helena. That's where you can get Canyon water. If you would like to really make a great change this year, change the water you drink. Change your water, change your life. Canyon water if you go in i guarantee they're going to give you a gallon free to say i heard it on the rock of talk you'll get a gallon of Canyon water free and then that one gallon will show you how great it is this is salon helena on manal just west of wyoming all right we're up to date let's dive back into the rock of talk
1: all right good job rudy we'll have murder mike uh, switch seats with you for just the next uh, few minutes and we'll bring murder mike uh, here uh in a moment as we wait for him we'll take a couple of quick phone calls call you in the kiva go ahead
3: Hey guys, um, Chris, I wanted to tell you, I've got a friend of mine, a nurse at UNMH came into the store a couple of weeks ago and told me point blank that what we're hearing on the media is all of it is a flat out lie. She said that half of the patients that are in there with COVID are vaccinated. So half of the, of the people COVID related are vaccinated. She also said that the hospital is not being overrun with COVID, You know, this outbreak where they're you know, overstressed and, and, and running amok. And then I guess the other question point I want to make is that how how heavily vaccinated is this state? And if that I think we're up there pretty high and if we are, how can you tell tell us with, you know, us lay people that the hospitals are overrun with
1: unvaccinated cases? Yeah, well, that's exactly the logic that I put out there, Chris. And uh, there's no way based upon the number of people that you stated were vaccinated, just doing the takeaway, I think at the height of I doubt, if I'm not mistaken, before we started considering what we considered drawing the line as to what was vaccinated, what wasn't fully boosted being vaccinated, which means that everybody who wasn't fully boosted wasn't vaccinated. Right, right. If you're just backing out those numbers, Chris, you're absolutely right. Yep. There's no way that you could have 66% of the new infections would be amongst the unvaccinated. The math doesn't check out.
3: No. No, and, and and I think when you have a nurse, she's telling us what we already know, that the media and that side of the aisle is flat out lying to us every day for the exact same reasons that you're getting ready to lay out. It's pretty sad.
1: Absolutely is. Chris, uh, you're doing well. We appreciate uh, your consignment store is located on Manal. What's the exact address?
3: It's on uh, Candelaria, 2015 Candelaria. And, yeah, we're doing – we're hanging in there, man. We're busy.
1: Okay, very good. I appreciate you uh, checking in. The other call dropped. Uh, nm source well we got to get to this make uh, me do, do this know, aren't you i i this 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 is this woman is out of her gourd she's m- out of her mind I, am i her most hated person or you are which which one no this is
2: austin this is a different author oh it's the other guy yeah 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 oh, okay this is austin fisher that's he's the guy a journalist based me. in santa yes. fe he's worked for newspapers in new mexico in his home state of kansas um He's aimed to use journalism to lift up voices that typically go unheard in public debates around economic inequality, policing, and environmental racism.
1: He's the one who called me while I was uh, running for mayor, and uh, we got into it. And then he he wrote something on Twitter about me uh, because I told him, I said, if you write that, I said, I'll expose you. <clears throat> so uh, anyway, <clears throat> isolation and contact tracing kept others safe. Yes. All you have to do is install this little handy-dandy doohig yep. uh, on your phone uh, and uh, let the uh, big brother trace you.
2: Yeah, it's, it's I guess little Austin uh, likes to do what he's told. I, I always thought journalists were kind of iconoclastic, you know, uh, the classic. Most uh, cooks do. Uh, I.F. Stone, uh, of course, the great left-wing journalist back in the day. Your job as a journalist is to afflict the comfortable and, and comfort the afflicted. Uh, I guess uh, little Austin, uh, his view of journalism is do what you're told. Uh, Remember Dr. Disgrace told us about a year ago, do what you're told. Over the holiday season, I found myself more isolated than ever because it had finally happened. Despite all my precautions, (laughs) I caught coronavirus. Um, It finally happened, Austin. If it was inevitable, that, that finally implies inevitability. So if it was inevitable, why did you take all your your right. vaccinations and yeah. your you go. Anyway, Good um, point. but even during those somewhat lonely winter weeks, I was grateful for public health measures that continue to keep around those around me safe. This is the whole theme of the piece, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, he did what he was told, therefore he's not responsible for killing other people like the rest of us. I think Eddie Aragon's killed a lot of people. Many. Out, Musk has killed a lot of people. I don't even know how many. Uh, one tool in particular, contact tracing, likely prevented me from infecting anyone else. Uh, you will <laughs> notice a recurring theme throughout this. Piece. Uh, Absolutely no evidence to support his assertions. Uh, On Sunday, December 12th, I walked into the roundhouse feeling pretty normal health wise as the special session dragged on through the weekend. Lawmakers were scheduled to meet later that day, so the only person I saw in the whole building was the security guard who let me in. I went to the press gallery overlooking the empty House of Representatives and started preparing for work that day. At about 10 a.m., I got an alert on my phone. You may have been exposed. I immediately packed up all my stuff, left the Capitol, got in my car, and texted my editor the bad <laughs> news. The alert was from New Mexico's health agency, sent through New Mexico uh, Notify, right. a contact tracing application I installed there on my is. phone at some point in 2020. I know we all did, right? You did. I did. I'm sure D.W. Muscat did. It told me that a few days earlier, I had been around someone who had the virus. Quote, one of the people who you were recently near has tested positive for COVID-19, the app told me. The strength and duration of the exchanges between the phones suggests that you might have been exposed to COVID-19. Ah, I got
1: that, uh, that until that morning, that
2: I doing. forgot the app was even on my phone. The app asked me to self-quarantine. I immediately went home because I always do what my mommy says. Later that day, hours after the notification, I started feeling a sore throat and a dry cough every once in a while. But as our in-home heaters are kicking on and drying us out overnight, the symptoms can be hard to pick out. If I hadn't gotten that notification, I don't know that I would have given my minor ailments too much thought. Can you imagine that? Just being a man and uh, being stoic and overlooking uh, weak symptoms that you should go on with your life. The next afternoon, I was sitting in the parking lot of an urgent care clinic when my primary care provider works, where he works, and a health worker in full protective garb swabbed my nose as part of a PCR test. The following night, I got test results back showing that I was positive for COVID-19. A nurse practitioner told me to quarantine until the following Wednesday, 10 days from when I first felt symptoms. At that point, I was feeling okay, and I'm convinced that the Pfizer vaccine I got in April and the booster shot I got in November kept me out of the hospital. Young, healthy person, uh, but it was the vaccine that kept you out of the hospital. My symptoms went away, although I developed some brief, brief chest pain a week after the notification. I got test results back on Christmas Eve showing that I was negative for COVID-19. While well, I described my symptoms to everyone I know as mild, I did not know uh, if I will end up with the long COVID or what that will
6: look like, the dreaded long
2: COVID. But the greatest benefit oh I God. got from the app was the reassurance that no one in my life got infected. Anyone who'd been around me in the few days before the notification ended up testing negative. And I didn't walk around unwittingly shedding a potentially deadly virus in public spaces. Contract tracing, Contact tracing is a public health measure used to identify, assess, and manage people who have been exposed to someone who has been infected with the virus. The New Mexico Notify app is just one kind of tracing. Contact tracing can also include manual investigations, like conducting interviews over the phone with people who are exposed, but contact tracing alone is not enough to prevent transmission. In New York City, for example, their contact tracing only tends to patients' medical and physical needs, uh, not only, but also material and social needs, according to one person's experience shared, as you guessed it, a thread on Twitter. And I'm a blue check Twitter journalist in New Mexico concerned about environmental racism. In my case, I was lucky enough to get a hotel room paid for by Source New Mexico. That is an immense privilege not available to most New Mexicans. We have some of these services in New Mexico, but they are not integrated into the contact tracing program. No one I spoke with, uh, neither my healthcare provider nor the State Department of Health, brought up these services in our conversations. Is that it? it? Our little Austin uh, did everything he was told. And apparently, uh, he saved I don't know, like half the population in New Mexico from imminent death uh, because he uh, downloaded the app. There's no app. By the way, there is app. there is no app. And he did whatever the notification told him to. Because when you're a young man, you know, I kind of classic journalist. You know, you kind of you smoke cigarettes. You know, you always uh, you're skeptical about everything. You're cynical about everything. I mean, that's the kind of guy Austin is. You know, uh, uh, oh no, nothing like that. He did everything the- he was told, <laughs> like a little cuck boy that he is. That is the
1: worst. That is that is the worst voice that has ever been on this radio station.
2: Do you do you, do you think that's how he actually? Sounds? That is hilarious. I think he, I think he does actually
1: sound like that. Yeah, <laughs> I never want him to come back into my radio station or into the Key again. I apologize, later. No, that's okay. Uh, Entertainment uh, purposes only. Now yeah, it sounds like he's uh, impersonating Tara uh, as Austin. That that's very good. People will love this. Oh yeah, those guys are wow. These guys are people are sending some really funny stuff. Can you
2: imagine having a, a message pop up on your phone? and just doing whatever the message tells you. But it
1: doesn't pop Are you a up. man? So it's not a, a an app. So we should clarify, okay? okay? okay, okay. It's already on your phone. You oh. don't have to install anything. You it's don't? even on your phone, Holy okay? Cow. Yeah, so I'm gonna take everybody through this. How do I
2: get it off? <laughs> well, it's,
1: it's off. I mean, it's automatic off. Um, there's no way that you can uninstall it. Once you did the upgrade on Apple or Android or what you had, automatic. it automatically installed the exposure notification. So without you even knowing that you installed it it installed itself whether or not you turn it on is up to you so if you go into settings and then you drill down you go to exposure notifications you'll see it right there okay so you want to shut that thing off as quickly as possible uh i don't think it uh, the auto or the default is on so just so you know I'll follow you in the key, go ahead very quickly eddie yes
14: this is joseph lopez
1: yes joseph hey. lopez you're on the air can
14: we can we please get uh like a quarterly story
3: time with yeah. Doubt? cuz that <laughs> voice you just did on that article is making me laugh a
1: lot <laughs> what what is that doesn't that and sound like something I'm... you heard uh, what's that that sounds like a voice where is that voice from doubt i have uh, to it
2: is uh, the voice of uh, our young austin fisher there it is uh he uses his <laughs> journalism uh, to let's see uplift voices that typically go unheard in public debates around economic inequality, policing, and environmental racism.
1: There you go. All right, Joseph Lopez. Joe Lopez. Joe Lopes. All right. Nice to have a Joe yes, Lopes keyboard. I just
3: want to let you know I got my uh, oregano drops today.
1: Ah, there you go. You're good. See, you're all good. <clears throat> those are, I've got I've those got like spicy. I've got like eight bottles and I've got like four bottles of OSHA. So anytime like someone Bye. stops by they're like well, you know, I'll, I'll pick you up something. I'm like, no, just get me a bottle of uh, oregano oil or OSHA. So I have multiple people going for me all the time just to pick it up. So um, I've got there the whole got the thing, cabinet guys. full of that. It's going to save my life. Trust me. All right. Uh, <clears throat> has probably. And I don't know if it has, but I believe that it does. And that makes me feel good. 550, 50, 500, uh, Back in 1973, this song was number one. I think uh, Murder Mike was all of 22. Uh, when this woman was cranking these tunes. Thanks everybody for listening. 544 Back and Forward Murder Mike next. Like
7: you were walking onto a yacht. Your hat strategically dipped for no one eye. Your scarfing was a red card. You had one eye in the mirrorless. You watched yourself go by. And all the girls dream that they be, be your partner, they
6: be, be, be your partner, and you're so vain.
7: Probably think this song is about you. You're so vain. You're so vain. You're vain. I bet you think this song is about you, don't you, don't you? You had me several years ago.
16: Hi, I'm Ben Lucero, president and owner of Indigo Mortgage and proud to be a locally owned and operated mortgage company right here in New Mexico. Being local carries many positives for consumers, such as being able to meet face-to-face, you will receive quick response times, and all loans are processed here locally. And you will always talk with the same people from application to funding. All of our employees live here, and all profits from loan origination stay right here in New Mexico. Indigo Mortgage believes in supporting our local economy, And if at all possible, we use local vendors for supplies and technical support. I personally hire and vet all loan officers, and I assure you that your loans will be dealt with both ethically and with knowledge. Indigo Mortgage can offer the best rates and terms available on the market, so contact us today. On the net at indigomortgage.net or by calling 836-5700. That's 836-5700. Indigo Mortgage, because nobody cares more about your mortgage loan. NMLS, one 883
7: the best time to protect your vehicle from being stolen is before it's too late. Unfortunately, Albuquerque and the surrounding area is among the highest in the nation for auto theft. Secure your vehicle today with Revelco Vehicle Anti-Theft Device. Revelconm.com.
2: Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065. 312-0065. You
3: trusted your home or business security to the local company with an armed response. They sold out, and now you got Selected. Now your security is on the brink of being bought out by a national corporate giant. I'm Aaron Jones, owner of International Protective Service, IPS. IPS isn't for sale. I'm invested here and care about your home and business security like it's my own. Let the highly trained armed guards or 24-hour patrols of IPS protect what's yours. Call 897-2420 or go to IPSglobal.com.
1: Something wonderful like all chocolate dipped cherries or pineapple or apricot glaze. How about chocolate caramels and creams? Even red chili bars. Thousands of incredible delicacies at the Candy Lady in Old Town at 424 San Felipe and on the web at CandyLady.com.
10: yeah.
8: Case, you thing
1: Rob Halford, mm-hmm. there he is. You got another thing coming. There he is. 1986 suicide attempt. Judas the priest uh, there. Uh, back in 86. Uh, alcohol-fueled nervous breakdown. Suicide attempt. And wasn't he gay? If I'm not mistaken, Rob Halford, I think Judas Priest, the whole metal band, I think was good. I think I'm almost like positive. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Look at it. Strange things. No, I
2: was just thinking, all my nervous breakdowns, none of them have been alcohol fueled. I can do nervous breakdown all on my own
1: by yourself. You don't even need the help. Uh, Murder Mike is here. I Give you plenty of guidance in that department. <laughs> you've had a, you've had a nervous breakdown. Um, I would say I I don't even know thing. what a nervous breakdown
12: is. I think that's when you just totally lose it and go go, uh, you know, uh, postal, as they say, you know, on
1: uh, somebody. My family might think that I may have had a nervous breakdown, but I am literally, you know, I'm a I'm a controlled controlled chaos. Controlled
2: chaos. <laughs>
1: yeah, I can, you know. Uh, in '98, Halford publicly revealed his uh, homosexuality
2: on MTV.
12: Oh, there it is. You probably had a nervous breakdown the day I walked in the studio and asked
1: for a job. <laughs> no. Nope. No, nope. that was good. <laughs> yeah. I, I saw it coming. Oh, man. <laughs> Judas Priest was in the background saying as you were walking down the hall, you got another thing coming. <laughs> All right, uh, Murder Mike, what's the last 24 hours look like?
12: Well, I'll tell you. We begin tonight's report with uh, Burnley Oak County's first homicide of the year and Albuquerque's second. Sometime after 10 p.m. last night, deputies from the Burnley Oak County Sheriff's Department were dispatched to a suspicious situation called Indeach Farms. Upon arrival, I know that's wow. a up the you see upscale.
1: That you don't see that happening at all down there. I mean, uh Oh, a little domestic action going on. That could have been. We I got a know. we got a murder in Dietz Farms. Well, that's like the great. Uh, uh, what's going on? That, that
12: Sims is down there,
1: and the. Amazon oh, I know, dude. You here. don't have to tell yeah. me. I know <laughs> Dietz, Deets.
12: Dietz. Dietz yeah, well. Go ahead. Well, upon arrival, they were directed to a ditch bank in the rear of a oh, home. that's not good. Yeah, here we go. Wow. Here comes the good part. Wow. At home in 2317 Dietz Farms Road. Now, hey, Come on. We
1: don't have to dox the address here. These are right, people who are right. Dowd's already got the full name. <laughs> <laughs> he's got the whole... He's, he's like, got it under I've got control. all my tools. <laughs> yeah, let's... Uh, make, there's good people in Dietz Farm. Come on. There are Well, this one wasn't so good
12: because he was they had found a decomposed body in the dish bank behind that residence. Ah. due to the severity of the decomposition, ah, no. it was quickly determined the human remains had been there for quite some time.
1: So, like, what does "quite some time" mean? That's unquantifiable.
12: It, well, it's at that, you know, it's you know, for the initial investigators, you can't tell. I mean, I, I would say for quite some time, they are talking maybe three to three months, four months, depending on the. Uh, stages of decomposition, and I could go into detail about that, but
1: then... No, I'm, probably, I'm totally to. fine. I just wanted a time. <laughs> yeah, but, I don't need the explanation of the time. I just wanted okay. a time, but go ahead. They can determine that by different things.
12: Additionally, it would require more of a more thorough investigation by OMI's forensic pathologist to establish the race, age, gender of the remains, as well as the cause of death. So
1: We can't even establish the race, age, or the gender.
12: That's how uh, extensive the decomposition was.
1: Do we know if it was human? Yeah,
12: they can they can tell it's human, but you know because, because of, of a skull. Well, because of that and the other, there's there's <clears throat> a lot of other things that can identify certain things, but you know there's the
1: haunting of Deet's farm. <laughs> wow. The zombies are awakening in Dietz Farms. Oh my God. We got people who are defending. Uh, I said uh, everybody on Judas Priest was gay, and this guy comes out and says, Rob Halford was the only openly gay member of Judas Priest. Okay, <laughs> okay. Wait, oh, sorry about that. We don't want to ruin your Judas Priest. <laughs>
12: my God. My father used to use that term when I was in trouble. He said, Judas, oh, priest, are you in right, trouble yep. now? So, I used to hear that back in the day, really. You remember that great yeah. Caesar's ghost?
6: Yeah. That's uh, old
2: Christ school. on a cracker was another big one. <laughs> <laughs> I
6: don't remember that.
2: Christ a big on sacrilege. a cracker, wow!
1: All bad. right, uh, Murder Mike, what else you got? Okay. Well, I mean, you're gonna you're not gonna beat that today. That takes the cake today.
12: <laughs> well, I'm mean, gonna tell you there, and then uh, well, we got the in and then there, there is a spike in auto so, uh Happening at the Petroglyph National Mm. Monument—that's been going on for a while. So, open spaces, you know, advising you to please, if you do go there, don't keep packages and stuff or take. I literally
1: lived less than a mile from there, and I've still never have been to the Petroglyph. I haven't either. Yeah, never. And nor i don't think I'll ever go. I'm not. I'm not really into uh, you know, Paleolithic uh, whatever uh, drawings on rocks. Yeah, get some crayons. Yeah. I mean, Let you team. know, I grew up in a graffiti-laden West Side. That's what I was more into. Cool. When Joker, you know, he was over there spray painting the overpass. No, no. <laughs> He had the Krylon. He could do both hands, bro. Do
6: you guys want? You,
1: you guys want to do the Espa? You <laughs> want to do the Espa to kick off hour three? Oh god, I, you got it. I sent yeah. you yesterday. Yeah, yeah let's. Uh, we'll jump in yeah, the the blotter. We got classics. the we got the Espa
16: blotter. We're uh, back, including a mention go.
1: of the governor. We back, of We're back, bro. We got back, it bro. back. We brought it back. All right. I would say Odelay, but that would be. a dog. <laughs> Yeah, you only say Odelay. You have actually. That's how white we know you are. <laughs> I know. I'm a cracker with another
12: Graham cracker. that used to call me in San Francisco because I was white but had a dark soul surrounding. Anyway, I'm going to move on with these uh, these stats so we can do I get it. I, I dig it, man. Did you get it? <laughs> yeah, Hey, game cracker, what's up, homeboy? Okay, let's go. There were six calls related to a disturbance, including a report of a female yelling for help while she was being assaulted by a male with a pipe-like-looking object. So i was going to throw little details on some of these calls so we know what mm-hmm. they're about. Okay. There was one shoplifting call reported three drug overdoses. With mm. One OD on fentanyl, and the other two were just non-EMS status. That's actually a good. They, why didn't they use the test
1: strips? What's wrong with these? Uh, that's right. The, they're the, they're the precious test him. strips. <laughs> who who are these? Clothes. Who are these dumbasses? <laughs> <laughs> who are these dumbasses that are that are taking fentanyl without testing it? First? I mean, <laughs> we, you, you use a test strip.
12: If they got a score, I guess it, it's extra if you want the strip. You know. <laughs> also, there was one commercial burglary, two residential burglaries, and one auto burglary were reported. Uh-huh. There was four down announced five and five drunk and disorderlies. Oh. And APD responded to six shots fired calls. Yeah. One involved a road rage incident between a semi and a passenger car, and that was just east of Carnwell Exit on I-40. Sos investigating that situation, as as well as another was uh, shots fired into a dwelling. No injuries were reported in either case. And then finally, there was nine domestic disturbance calls reported. Two were classified as priority one with weapons involved. And one is where there were four children present, age 11, 9, 4, and 3. And on the in the situation, the children, along with the mother, had locked themselves in another room until authorities arrived. And then there was another one, uh, a domestic disturbance call. It was, this was also classified as priority one, where a male who was intoxicated was holding a shotgun to his children's head, possibly threatening to shoot him if the wife didn't... Go, I forget
1: Ungent. sometimes where we're doing the blotter, and then all of a sudden, I'm just brought back to the only place where a man will be holding a shotgun to his children's head. That's Albuquerque, New Mexico. And yeah, yeah, I'm true. Yeah. That's to be proud true, of. Our uh, NM True story of the day. There it is. That's it. And that's a wrap. That's, that's, that's a wrap. Yeah. yeah
12: so. right. Eddie, back to you. I'm looking forward to You know to what?
1: This. Uh, what is it, the, what are they call it? Children First, uh, uh, D Muskin? Oh, yeah. Children yeah. First. Oh.
12: <clears throat> Voices I mean, voice for children. Maybe he's trying to get him stoned and he was doing a reverse
1: shot. For your information, guys, you were talking about for some time ago Space Shot Time. Here's to Rear's Ugly Head again, former New Mexico Spaceport CFO. Why don't you keep up with our show every day and podcast us so that we don't have to repeat your text from three days ago that we covered something and broke for the last 18 months? Please. I mean, seriously. That's 12th Street Joker. You got on the way back machine, right? I'm doing him. Uh, Rob Halford, Cryland uh, Warriors. That's hilarious. Uh, and I'm having to listen to you guys on the app again because 1600, I can barely hear you, and the Mexican music was louder. I don't know. Flip over to the app. You can listen on AM 1600. It's coming in loud and clear as far as I can tell. He's out there in the boonies. He's over there. In Balen de Las Lunes. Take the letters from Delta and Omicron. Rearrange them and you spell media control.
9: <laughs> Very good. Very good.
1: The, uh, <clears throat> Michelle Wuhan Grisham is running our state of the ground and she thinks she's a goddess. When are the citizens here going to wake up? I, I don't know. They voted her in she also recently uh today earlier
2: today noted the somber anniversary of the mm. january 6th Capitol oh. insurrection
1: mm. she is a one one woman insurrection. <laughs> she's
2: her own insurrection.
1: <laughs> what's osha osha is the stuff that makes your uh, lungs clear and it's a black root that uh you know you're not on thought they used to have dow does a good betty white by the way <laughs> okay. that, uh, any use of pcr COVID testing is no longer approved by the fda emergency use Authorization for the COVID PCR test was officially withdrawn December thirty first, thirty first, twenty twenty one. So there you go. Oh, so that voice was hilarious. They love it, doubt They mm-hmm. love it. Uh, we're gonna kick it off with the Espo r three. We gotta have some fun. I, I guess I brought a lot of energy today because um, trying to, you know, I, I was all celebrating because I finally made twenty five pounds down. And I was mm-hmm. like, there you, you know, go. Happy I, was, I, was, I was excited. Alert extremely high cases within the Pueblo. Please use caution during this time. This is what they're doing to scare the people to Laguna Pueblo right now. Doubt sounds like he's impersonating terror from the story instead of an Austin. <laughs> <laughs> uh doubt is doing great we need this kind of satire every day good <laughs> please remind me if i have find me never to get on doubt muska's bad side <laughs> oh they love this there's you're back in the saddle
2: i reached my limits with soy boys and cucks ladies and gentlemen there it is. so
1: uh, <laughs> that little that young man deserved what he got earlier this episode. Yeah, absolutely did Let's at the top of the hour news we appreciate everybody tuning in download the app abq.fm rock of talk.com hour three you and me next This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA, Albuquerque. USA
15: Radio News with Tim Berg. President Biden insists his speech marking the one-year anniversary of the January 6th riot at the U.S. Capitol will not further divide America. In his speech, Biden putting the blame for the riots squarely on the shoulders of former President Donald Trump. Louisiana Republican Senator Steve Scalise disagrees and says Biden's speech was divisive.
5: When you look at what's going on today and just seeing the way Speaker Pelosi, President Biden, Kamala Harris are just trying to politicize this, try to compare it to the, the thousands who died on... At Pearl Harbor uh, on September 11th. Uh, you know, it just is very clear. They want this to be a politicized day.
15: A funeral took place in Atlanta, Georgia on Thursday for Georgia Republican Senator Johnny Isaacson. And you're listening to USA Radio News.
8: Hi, I'm Wayne Allyn There are two things that I care about. I'm always working on my health and fitness and I care so much about preventing illness. And that's where vitamin D comes in. Vitamin D is also known as the sunshine vitamin. How do you know if you have low levels of vitamin D? Most people don't. Sons of Liberty, our regular sponsors of CBD, have been working with a group of scientists to create this patent pending spray vitamin. Five sprays contain a whopping 15,000 IUs of vitamin D3. It's instantly in your bloodstream providing amazing protection against Illness, and the taste is amazing. Protect yourself and your loved ones this season with this great tasting vitamin D3 spray from Sons of Liberty. For my listeners only, GoSonsOfLiberty.com is offering a discount of 15% off every product when you use the code WAR15 at checkout. Please support veteran-owned, service-disabled, small business, GoSonsOfLiberty.com. Make the healthy choice and choose GoSonsOfLiberty.com. Use code WAR15 to get up to 15% off. GoSonsOfLiberty.com
15: the former secretary of state says we need to avoid the winter olympics
0: with the winter olympics kicking off next month in communist china there's talk that america should boycott the games this year because of china's human rights violations and blocking the truth about the origins of covid 19 from wuhan china former secretary of state mike pompeo on fox news spells out the case to boycott
3: look i've been calling for us not to let our athletes go to beijing for a long time now We shouldn't prop up Xi Jinping. This will become known as the genocide Olympics. What's taking place in Western China is nothing short of genocide. We shouldn't forget too, this virus from the Wuhan Institute of Virology, almost certainly that is this virus was foisted on the world, but we're putting our athletes in a very difficult place. Imagine one of them wants to say something about Tiananmen Square, or they wanna talk about the Wuhan Institute of Virology.
0: From the West Coast USA Radio News Bureau, I'm Lance Pry.
15: The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have officially released wide receiver Antonio Brown. You're listening to USA Radio News. January 6th is Christmas for the media. That's what Florida Republican Governor Ron DeSantis said as he noted he won't be watching any of the coverage marking the one-year anniversary of last year's Capitol riot. Florida governor
11: also saying, I think it's going to end up being just a politicized Charlie Foxtrot today. Um, I don't expect anything good to come out of anything that Pelosi and the gang are doing. I don't expect anything from the the corporate press to be enlightening. Um, I think it's going to be nauseating, quite frankly, um, and I'm not going to do it. But I do think that if you have this January 6th committee, why do we not know some of the people who we know were really involved in, in orchestrating this They got pulled off the most wanted list christopher ray was asked at the um under oath what fbi was involved in that and he would not answer the question and so i think that this is something that that has really been used uh for political narrative and posturing purposes i don't think it's been effective you know people here in in florida they care about inflation, and they care about gas prices and education and, and crime and all the key issues that are so important, and that's, that's what they talk to me about. Uh, but there is an obsession with this amongst the D.C. New York uh, uh, journalist class.
15: More news can be found online by going to usa usaradio.com. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg.
4: Alright, let's get the 6 o'clock hour started And we're going to put things together starting with the weather Again, you just got to love this kind of weather in January Tomorrow, 59 degrees are expected high and clear skies And it's going to be 50s throughout the weekend So that sounds great In fact, the next chance of rain they see is coming next Tuesday Right now, 49 degrees in Albuquerque It's 48 in Rio Rancho And the only accident left on the board is uh, I-25 southbound Right there before Rio Bravo We told you about that earlier They've got most of it out of all the lanes now. You're just driving over some debris, and that should be cleared up shortly, too. But you're slow all the way from Sunport Boulevard. Looks like the drive in Rio Rancho. It's not terribly bad on Paseo del Norte as you make your way towards the west side, but you will find real slowdown as you come from the Petroglyphs westbound on Paseo all the way up to Rainbow. And I-40, that's still going to be under 40 miles an hour. Westbound I-40 from the Big Eye all the way to Coors Boulevard. Alright, this traffic report is brought to you by Salon Deluxe in Country Club Plaza Salon Deluxe always treats you special And they are the cleanest salon in all of Rio Rancho, maybe even in all of New, uh, Albuquerque I've got to tell you, the work that they do Their hair, skin, nails And the products that they offer, monate You've got to check it out, go to SalonDeluxe.com And go to Salon Deluxe And with that, you're up to date Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk
8: short on your dough you can't stay there and i'm sure you will find many ways to have a touch
6: it's fun to stay at the ymca it's fun to stay at the ymca they have everything for your man to enjoy and you can hang out with all the boys
1: wow 606 and the 505 with more 411 here for your third hour, I am at Eric on the Rock of Talk AM 1600, K I V A B A B abq.fm Rock of talk.com. I'm okay not to go to the YMCA. I'm total, totally okay with it. Uh I think we had uh were you dancing in there, Rick? I did the
4: YM like, M- you- and then Dow did
8: the
1: C A. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. I saw right. that on Rock well, of you Talk. Guys are, that was great. There it is. No, we I didn't put it out there. Don't worry. I saved you guys because so someone will clip that and then repurpose it for their purposes. And I remember I, I know how to, you know, I know what I'm doing here.
4: You're great. And I at just
1: it. know how it's uh, all going. Let's check the news, and then uh, uh, the D Dowd Musk uh, and I are going to jump into the Espa Blotter. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There's so much stuff we wanted to cover today, but uh, I think there's so much energy in in the Kiva today that uh, you know where do we go at this point? So, um, <clears throat> sort of uh, kick off the Espa Blotter. We're going to have total total fun here in this third hour on this Thursday, January the sixth. Celebrate uh, an original programming. Here, if you will, on 110th birthday of, yes, New Mexico, Nuevo Mexico, uh, here. Uh, University of New Mexico is offering the only online Chicano studies program in the US, bro. Órale. Department Chair Dr. Irene Vasquez said UNM's ahead of most of the universities now and providing the ethnic studies degrees to the undergraduate and the graduate students. The academic purpose of Chicana and Chicano studies is integral to the near economic security and well being of the Mexican and Hispanic communities in the state of New Mexico. I mean, what is Chicano studies? What, what? Where do we go with it? Studying chicks? Oh, I like it. I think that would be good. I, I might actually. Every, my, every man. I don't has no, a PhD know that I need that. to. <laughs> no, not every man. Well, Trust me, most of them. You. you well, I said studying, not, <laughs> not being successful. The problem is they don't pay attention. I, I mean, if it's here's the thing, right? It, you either have confidence or you don't. If true. you're going in, right? You walk in to a bar. Know what your know what weight you're fighting at, right? You you have to understand like who who is in your league and who's not in your league. You don't want to you want you don't want to bat up. You want to push down, right? Because someone's always looking to redeem some level of self esteem. So you know you men should shoot down. Women always push up when they go. Have you noticed that? Like it's just it's just the way it is. I mean, uh-huh. yes, yeah, so you got to swing below. You got to swing below your weight, right? That'll be unless, you know, there's something that you got to have. That's just sort of the way. Right. Yeah. I you guys too many tips coming out of this YMCA song. I think I'm out of my league here. So anyway, students study the historical economic and social realities of Hispanic culture as it relates to the Southwest United States. Students can expect to a complete degree anywhere from one year to two years time. Anissa Bacher in her first year at the MA program says she what drew her to the program was the opportunity to learn about her own heritage. I think the program offers a lot of opportunity to support communities like mine. I'd like to know what are you going to do with a Chicano studies degree? What can you teach? Chicano studies. Is there, <laughs> is there anybody putting out jobs that's that's saying something like uh, must possess okay, right. a master's in Chicano that's studies? That's what we're looking for. <laughs> no. I don't know what you do, but teach. What
4: you could only teach. I mean, what else is
1: there to do with that? I, I have no idea. You could talk on the radio, I guess then I don't have a Chicano studies. Maybe I do. (laughs) I don't even know. Uh, The woman not on drugs loves the governor. This from Española's own Rio Grande. It's back. It is back. So all sorts of stuff. I think, uh, you know. Think we gotta. What, what do you think we gotta uh, crank up here? Uh, I, the
2: email I sent you was the edited one, so I took the best of the best in the email I sent you, so we can either go straight from the article or the or the email. What, what, okay, what, that was what, last night.
1: Which which one do you want to do? Uh,
2: I think for time purposes, we might want to go with the edited one because I picked okay, the so absolute get, best of the best. You want
1: me to jump in? I have, remember I read these, uh, ladies and gentlemen, for the very first time. <laughs> Dowd uh, has them. He rolls them out. Not even Stephen. And we put it right out there uh, for you, uh, by the way. So. I think it's time for us to go ahead and roll on up the highway. You no, know? <laughs> chill out, hang back, and see what's going on. And in we kid Espa, because bro. we love. We kid because we, kid we be- love. I don't have to. I I don't have to say why. I'm not going to justify why I do this. I do it because I love it. It's in my blood. It's in the sangre, bro. All right, you sent this yesterday. The blotter is back, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Thanks to D-Dowd Muska and myself. We reached out to them and let them know that this is what the stuff we like to do. The police blotter is published to give the readers an abridged look at the criminal activity in their community and their neighborhood. It is an illustration of what local law enforcement funded by taxpayers must deal with daily throughout the Espanola Valley. Police officers, OK Awing, Tribal Police, and Rio Riba County Sheriff's Deputies of State Police responded to the following calls. 304 AM. A caller Rodonda said someone had hit him on and hit him and sent him to the police. When they arrived, he refused to open the door. He called back to say people were in his house. The Dispatchers asked if he was on drugs, and he said he did crack, but it has no effect on him, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Seven minutes later at 3.11 a.m., a Seagull Boogie road caller reported a man who was bleeding from his eyeballs, and he was banging on her door. Case closed. That's it. Next morning, Santa Fe Sheriff, 10.07 a.m. Deputy was going to do a welfare check on a Milwaukee middle school student who told a peer that he had a kill this. Ooh, spooky. That's scary. These days. 12.11 p.m. A y Covento caller. I'm assuming that's a street. Reported a man with a backpack. He was stealing Christmas lights at the plaza. <laughs> no. One of the best of this week's. <laughs> 12:26 p.m. A woman called 911. Report: She was in a collision. She told the dispatcher they could draw her blood, and she was on drugs. <laughs> Just volunteering. <laughs> she was told an officer would be out shortly. She said she loved the governor. <laughs> this woman is MLG's definitely, first on the she's definitely, definitely on definitely on on drugs. Remember, <laughs> MLG was she was floating uh, middle fingers up and down from Sonics to Sonics. That's right. 12:36 A Murphy's express caller said a man went into the bathroom and had been in there 30 minutes. Hey, what are you doing in there? <laughs> no I good. need it. <laughs> I think I know what he was doing. <laughs> 1 p.m. sharp. No. North Paseo de Oñate caller reported that she parked at the light parade. She walked to another area when she returned the side mirror on her vehicle. Oh, he was gone. he was missing. They're stealing steals a, who steals a side mirror what are you going to do with that what's the resale value of that oh gosh what do you what do you even go there can you resell those they're a plate they're a flea market aftermarket parts i guess Three thirty four p.m a Calle de pajarito caller reported state police were sexually harassing her when asked for her address she refused to give it and said the police never do anything then hung up <laughs> <laughs> they just hit on you Doing something. <laughs> uh same street two hours later different woman a Kaya de pajarito caller said she was at a house with someone who stole her cat and she had the pictures to prove it Ring doorbell <laughs> i swear they're just spoofing themselves huh pixel 4pm a girl called 9 several times she was asking for some pizza <laughs> she stayed on the line each time she wouldn't answer any questions and, and then she hung up he,
2: don't use nine one one. Don't prank, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Six twenty six p.m. A Speedway caller said her eighteen-year-old daughter was running in and out of traffic. <laughs> Who calls nine one one for that? Don't you just race out? Like, are you so lazy at that point that you're just calling nine one one to keep your own daughter? Hey, I see her. She's over there. My daughter's over there. Six twenty seven p.m. A Timberline sports caller reported a man was hit by a car. He was pronounced dead at the scene. Ooh. Oh, sad. It was Murder Mike. He lost. Seven ten. Taco Bell caller requested a welfare check on a man jumping in front of vehicles. <laughs> Isn't that just in and out of the car? We have a dog versus a UPS driver on December fourteenth. A Camino Don Jose Merced caller said his truck was broken into overnight and a toolbox was stolen. A Mendonales caller reported hitting an elks <laughs> with their vehicle. What happens there? Do you get towed away with the the elks are big? Oh, they're they're very big. An okay casino caller said her car was stolen at the casino. A Camino Santa Cruz caller reported a man who's not from that neighborhood is standing near a house. <laughs> is that a crime? <laughs> like some of the worst crimes ever are committed in that little town. Standing right? And 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 you're gonna call to say that someone is standing next to a house. A Walmart caller reported a man stole a flat screen TV. He's trying to load it into his pickup truck. Must have been a big one, 80, Holiday trip. eighty inch. A title loan max caller requested courtesy rounds because they were constantly finding needles and trash thrown around the property when they open in the morning. That's the place you do it, you know. If there's any place you're never going to have to pay back the interest on, doubt. I yeah. think it's going to be there. You want you want you want one more round? We got to find some some more good ones here. <clears throat> Oh, Hernandez. That's where they have the famous uh, Ansel Adams call. Hernandez caller said a few of her FedEx packages were missing. Hey, it's Christmas in Española. (laughs) Don't order online in Espa. 11.36 a.m. A A North Mercury Road caller said an SUV with a busted driver's side window was parked in the middle of the road and nobody was even in it. An Alcalde caller reported hitting a gas line while digging. (laughs) Whoa, (laughs) surprised he can make that phone call. How about, uh, this, this is good. A report was taken at the Rio Reba County Sheriff's Office for a case of stolen identity. Can't find myself anymore. <laughs> uh caller said a woman left the 420 Emporia highly intoxicated. I'm assuming that that's a liquor store. Mm. And was walking northbound and was concerned about her. He tried giving her a ride, but she refused. Harbor Freight caller said, "Oh, they have a Harbor Freight there. Wow, wow, upscale. What's going on over there? This is a good. It's economic development." There. Harbor Freight caller said, "An unoccupied car was hit in the parking lot, and a caller reported a pump house fire in Plaza Blanca." And finally, a private drive thirteen thirty in Española caller reported someone was driving around recording all the houses with an iPad. <laughs> <laughs> that is not a good sign. <laughs> oh my gosh, there is so many here. Uh, wow, this. You, you you can't get enough of the Espanola Police blotter, and uh, ladies and gentlemen, it is back. It's the one reason to subscribe directly to the Rio Grande Sun. You can go to Rio Grande Oh, uh, yeah, the the one the woman who is not on drugs loves the governor. That's literally the headline that they put at the very top. I would think that uh, people in Espanola probably have the best senses of humor, mm. and then the the ones who are a little you know sensitive, they might be high on something and uh and not really be all there at the time all right last weather and traffic check uh here in albuquerque really grande let's do it all
4: right and things come together with a nice looking january so far looks like tomorrow will be 59 degrees staying in the 50s through the weekend next sign of rain not not until next tuesday all right uh looks like right now it's 49 degrees across town and on the roads, we still have the accident I-25 southbound there before uh, Rio Bravo, but you know what? Everything's cleared off to the left or the right shoulder. I'm not sure which one, but all lanes are open, and traffic is getting by that without any problem at all. I-40 westbound, still a little clunky as you make your way westbound from about 4th Street over to the river. Get beyond that. Things will improve for you. Rio Rancho up to snuff all the way around. Looks like the 528's moving great. Southern's moving great. And right now, it looks like a decent drive on Paseo del Norte, unless you're westbound from, get this, Wyoming, to the I-25. For some reason, that is clogged up. All right. Well, this traffic report is brought to you by Pet Food Gone Wild in Rio Rancho. Pet Food Gone Wild, the home of organic food, the best you're going to find, really, anywhere. And I got to tell you, their grooming is, this is a place to go get your dog or cat groomed. You can either take one of the two bays where you groom the cat, dog or cat, or you can have them do it for you. Either way, the dog is going to love it, and you'll be happy as well. All right, Pet Food Gone Wild. Get anything you need to know about Pet Food Gone Wild by going to pets.theplaceilike.com. All right, we're up to date. Now let's dive back into the Rock of Talk.
1: Hey, Rudy, do you want to report on the uh, traffic outside the door? Go take a look.
4: Take are a they little... doing the donuts there? And the uh, go
1: look. Cul-de-sac? Go look. There it is. At the... There it is. Just peek outside and uh, give me the total number of cars that are outside.
4: <clears throat> Three cars in one humongous truck.
1: You know oh no, there's trucks? a there's a lot more. You oh, gotta look on both sides. They're uh they're they're doing their uh get-togethers for their donut runs. And uh, I'm not talking about the dunkin donuts. They're just doing the donuts right there in the cul-de-sac. There it is. Eight. Yeah. And they just got started. They'll probably be about forty or fifty more <laughs> and be hanging out be there. Tomorrow picking tonight. up the bottles. <clears throat> and, Hey, it's a, it's a, it's Tim,
2: Tim Keller's uh, <laughs> Albuquerque. Right, right. All these problems predate his mayoralty. So, oh, so yeah. it's not yeah, it's a uh, fast, uh, quick, Eddie, yes. three, three, three items. We got to include Yep. from the ESPA 1257 PM and also <laughs> caller said a man was punching the wind. I'm not sure how you can do that. Uh, 625 PM. I a Larde color phone. Nine one, one, and a Spanish speaking family could be heard singing. Happy birthday. Nine one, one. Um. Don't wow. sing "Happy Birthday" on nine one one. Don't order not. pizza yeah, on nine one one, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. uh And finally, eight o three p.m. A Dollar Tree caller said a woman in a see-through red shirt with a nine millimeter on her hip was Ooh. opening items and drawing in a little booklet inside the store.
1: Oh, that's funny. See-through. That's red kind shirt. of weird. Yeah. See-through red. I mean, very detailed. Must have been, you know, the danger or the enticement outweighed mm. the danger, yes, and then you decided yes. to call it in. Maybe he, maybe he wanted to see a little bit more Yep, yep than yep. just the see-through. Uh, that cat's not yours. It's mine, Skano. You <laughs> <laughs> I have pictures to prove it. <laughs> Eddie, thank you for bringing back the spy. peed my pants laughing. There you go. That's what we need. We give the, the people what they want. <laughs> local law enforcement. Local, not local. <laughs> That's the best news I heard all day, you know, It feels like home. Uh, let's see. Chicano studies would teach CRT, affirmative action, diversity, and inclusion. Takers and not makers. Wow. There you go. Remember the group El Chicano? Tell her she's lovely. I don't remember that. I have no idea. You oh, know what yeah. That is?
4: What is that? That was, a, that was a big hit song for them. Who? Tell her. Tell her she's lovely. What? 70s, 80s? Yeah, 70s uh, El Chicano.
1: Okay. I don't even know. Oh, yeah. Who, who uh, Tell Her She's Lovely? Yeah, that literally? was the
4: name of the song, and the band was El Chicano.
1: Oh, that's the name of it? it sounds like 70s uh, adult music. Like adult...
4: And here it comes, ladies and gentlemen. A little bit of
1: fish going on here. Yeah, it's very fishy. That's absolutely true.
4: And here comes the vocal ideas.
6: All right, guys do this
1: yeah that's uh i give that a uh 35 uh dick <laughs> it's terrible it was, didn't go to the top of the pops did it break the top oh go look go check out they the donuts are, entertainment is right outside out no yeah. they're not crazy they do it all the time they got you know what happens when you make a little bit of extra money under your drug runs you burn uh through the janteras, right right through the rubber and the rims <laughs> You don't even care anymore, huh? You're making so much money.
4: <laughs> and my guess is, if people call the police, APD doesn't respond.
1: Oh, they don't even do it. Do you want to call the police right now? I could do it on. No, online. I, I can do it. It's uh, legal for me to call nine one one, and what? Nobody will show up. Right. Yeah. Do you. Do you want to do it real quick? I'll, I'll do it right now.
4: Watch. And you know what's wait, interesting? Wait, wait, hold up.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'll tell times. you that nothing will happen ever. It doesn't matter how many times that you call.
7: Nine one one emergency.
1: There's uh, about twenty cars outside at the corner of Renard and Miles Road, and they're all peeling, doing donuts. Uh, you know, they're outside, you know, doing all sorts of stuff, drag racing up and down. Uh, do I need how to call? vehicles? It? What's that? How about, many? About twenty. Rudy, okay. can you look outside? Yeah. Donuts. donuts, drag racing, all sorts of stuff. A lot of okay. restaurants. Uh, all, now. all right, thanks so much. Appreciate that. why well, do you see they picked up on the first ring? What is going on,
0: man?
1: Tim Keller, Tim turning, Keller's turning, this turning
0: Page.
6: <laughs> all right, that was six
4: twenty-five. Let's start the <laughs> clock. <laughs>
1: uh you could wait the next hour or two no one's gonna show up trust me I, they're gonna be out there i'll go out there and i'll take my little kid car out that's there. right when, they love that they love <laughs> that when do. i go out there i'll just go hey what's going on <laughs> look the guys are ripping up the streets there's black marks everywhere you can't do it yeah <laughs> me and the kids just finally went out there i'm like i don't know i'm gonna go race my little car <laughs>
13: that's I don't know what great. i
1: did what do you want to do you, Bonding, you know Oh, here we go. Maybe this is uh maybe they're calling back to ask more questions. Call you in the Kiva, go ahead. Hello. Hi.
7: Hi. Hi this is Stephanie Reyes. Hi, Eddie. I wanted to share it and put your I'm going to say when you're end here, you this
1: Okay, go so, ahead. You I'm well, having a little hard time hearing you. Hold on, hold on, hold on. There you go. Go ahead. Okay. Better.
7: Okay. I received this from my neighborhood association, but I hope it puts a smile on your face.
1: Oh wow! Says
7: what, to, what to do in the middle of the act of being robbed? An yeah. elderly woman had just returned home from an evening church service when she realized there was an intruder in her home. Seeing the intruder was in the act of robbing her home of his valuables, the lady yelled, "Stop!" Acts two thirty-eight. Hearing her, the burglar stopped dead in his tracks and stood motionless. The woman calmly called the Albuquerque police and explained what was going on. As the officer cuffed the man to take him in, he asked the burglar, Why did you just stand there? All the lady did was yell a Bible verse at you. <laughs> Bible verse said the burglar. She said she had an axe in two thirty
1: eight. <laughs> Very good. How are you, sweetie? Uh,
7: uh, I'm good. I just hadn't called in a while and were you depressed after the mayoral race? Were
1: you were depressed after that? Yes, I was. I was. Don't worry, I was depressed too. Well, but but
7: not not I because of the mayor race, up. You know, to stay positive for the future.
1: There you go. We got to keep it going. We keep uh right. Fight yep, for the five hundred five. There we go. That's
7: right. That's you right. see,
1: other people are trying to take our little nomenclature now, right, Rudy? Absolutely. What's going on. It's a good idea. I oh, will be doing that. Thanks, Stephanie, for jumping in. Yeah, that's a terrible song, El Chicano. Tell her she's lovely. It was so bad. That was really bad. Big hit. Really? Yeah, well, it's was. Uh, tell me how big of a hit it was on the Casey's, the weekly top. I can't. American them Down. Top 40. It I, doesn't I, even I, have I, a Wikipedia I, entry. So it couldn't <laughs> have been that
6: big
2: of a hit. I,
1: I, I'm just telling you the facts. Where was it a hit? At Highland High School? <laughs> huh? In, in the third parking, in the third row of the parking lot back there. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> that's where it was good, where it, it got down with the. I think the adult films were just starting to roll out during that time. And that's why. I, it, that's just such creepy music. Like it. I think and, the,
2: MS, the MST3K, the, the Mystery Science theater, theater boys call it the Wonka Chicken music from the, yeah. from the 70's Wonka Chicken. Yeah,
1: totally right. It's, yeah, they they grab that. This El Chicano decided to no longer. There it is. They're peeling out. I, I can't even con. Who keeps ringing that bell? I can't concentrate. How can we be expected to do a show under these conditions? <laughs> All right. Um, So let's get some more of the uh, COVID-yacy is here. You're welcome to text or call in 550-5500. A little bit of uh, wild energy here in the Kiva today. Uh, Excuse me. It took only two years, but hospitals began to start differentiating admissions due to COVID. Yep. In one major Florida hospital, almost half of the people hospitalized with COVID were admitted due to non-COVID reasons. Jackson health system currently has 471 who have tested positive. Of those, 249, 53% were admitted to the hospital, primarily for non-COVID reasons of the 471. 111 are vaccinated, 53 are immunocompromised. DeSantis held a press conference. Somebody said that the number of cases where COVID is a secondary ailment may comprise a large percentage of hospitalizations in Florida. And I think he's making a pretty important distinction yes. here, right? Yes. Not with COVID or of COVID, right? Which is it? Is it with or of? Like in Did he come in with it, or or is he suffering of COVID? I think that's an important thing. More bad news on the uh, COVID vaccines. You men under the age of 40 you may not want to take the vaccine. More colleges requiring booster shots, and a huge new study has found the risk of serious heart problems called myocarditis in men under 40 soars with each dose and each boost of the COVID mRNA vaccine. It's sharply higher than the risk from a coronavirus infection itself. The findings call on a new sharp question. The efforts by the American colleges and university to make their students receive booster shots before returning to school this January, especially since other studies have shown that the risk of post-vaccine myocarditis is concentrated not merely in men under 40, but under those the age of 16 to 25. Moderna vaccine, the risks were even higher. Yeah, MRNA, 16-fold increase, folks. Wow. Because of each Moderna shark contains 100 micrograms of mRNA, while each Pfizer contains only 30. Are we, are we getting into the ingredients of these shots? Yeah, it's about time. we strongly that the heart risks are dose-related and likely to continue to rise. With each additional shot, heart inflammation, myocarditis, pericarditis, the researchers did not look at any potential cardiovascular risks, such as heart attacks, or regular heartbeats. Although American and European di- databases, the post-vaccine side effects contain many reports of those as well. Study finding pandemic unemployment benefits reduced employment. There you go. You feed these people to stay at home because we need to keep you safe. And now people don't think they have to work. Exactly what we had to say uh, before. Uh, during high inflation and supply chain crisis, Democrats focused on expanding welfare programs and the reconciliation bills, such as free child care, federal paid family leave, converting the child tax credit into monthly refundable payments. Their CTC proposals did not have work requirements, even though the program would send cash to recipients. So finding and keeping a job is the best way for families to live comfortably and happily, but now they've been taught completely something else that the government is always going to be there. APS doing some stupid things. They're holding vaccination clinics for students and staff. The challenge across the nation, according to Christine Muir. but We're doing everything we can to keep the doors open. Oh, you're vaccinating so you can keep the doors open. Are what you? if
2: you're making things worse? <clears> Have <throat> looked into that possibility?
1: The district is also continuing its test-to-stay program, Dowd. For students who have been exposed to COVID cases in school, they can remain in classroom as long as they keep testing negative. You have a test every single day now. You want to talk about You want to scare kids? Yeah, tell them they have a test every single day at school. APS is encouraging parents to get their kids vaccinated. They're holding vaccination and booster clinics at different schools throughout the month. The Pit sees its first COVID vaccine requirement policy game, and they are celebrating. They're spiking the basketball. They're (laughs) done. There they are. Uh, It was a women's game, ladies and gentlemen. Monday's women's game was the first time fans needed to show proof of vaccination or a negative COVID-19 test. The athletic department says 42 people took a test at the arena while everyone else was under 12 or had their vaccination card or negative test documents. Wow. No word on how many people actually attended the game.
2: What's course. the capacity there?
1: Uh, well, it used to be 18,018. 018. Uh, then it uh, we spent $67 million so we could reduce it to like 15,100. Spent
2: money to make it smaller.
1: Yes. Yeah. As you normally do, you know. Kind sort of like the uh, the pill.
14: All kinds of stupid.
1: Mm. Yep, it really is uh, all <laughs> kinds of stupid. Call you're in the key. Go ahead.
14: Hey, Eddie, this is Peter calling. Hey, Peter. How are you, sir?
1: I'm excellent. You sound excellent, too. Go ahead.
14: Yes, I am. So I was actually going to call to you to talk about one topic, but I just listened to you guys uh, Dowd, reading that so-called journalist's piece. Oh, yeah. And if that is not textbook hypochondria, yeah, yeah. I don't know what is. That's, that is hypochondria. That's a mental illness. Yes. Sir. And he's endemic of what the media is pushing. And this is insane because I'm facing this all the time because I work in the event industry. And here we go. I'm on VAX. I stood my ground. I work mostly live nation events. Almost after every event, I get contacted. It's like, oh, hey, you were in contact with a person who was allegedly, you know, who tested positive. And they're all, here's the irony. They're all, they all have the, they all, they're all up to date on their shots. And yet I've been doing this, I've been on the road mostly almost all of September, all of October, had a little low in November. And it, it's insane. These people these people need mental health. And the, the problem is too, is we've got our so-called health officials who are promoting hypochondria. I mean, even if this guy was deathly sick, what is he making out with everybody? Is he having sex with everybody? I mean, because this idea that you're- I don't, I don't believe a man like that
1: is, is having sex with anybody. So just, just throwing <laughs> yeah. that out
14: there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, maybe a fembot. I
1: No, <clears throat> I didn't hear what yeah, you yeah. said.
14: It's just insane. It's just insane, and this is social hypochondria, and this is what it looks like, and this is the problem. Is yeah. people, you know, there's some rational people that are just falling for this, and it's just just disgusting. I mean, the only good thing that could come out of this is maybe. We can use this against people who are public officials making policy decisions and like, hey, you have hypochondria. You're not in any kind of way, in any position to be making any critical thoughts or any critical decisions.
1: Well, we can't Uh (laughs) tell people that they are or not in a position. Unfortunately, there's a irresponsible uh, journalistic sponsor of his called NM Source that is allowing him with probably no editorial coverage uh, at all which means he's not even getting yeah. proofread. And they're like, just put There's something no grown-ups up. In charge. Yeah. No one's actually checking the stuff and fact checking it <laughs> and then, you know, gearing it towards, oh. Hey, is this what we're trying to say as a, as an institution, as a group? So, you know, that it's just, yeah. you know, just like another blogger, you know, we have a lot of bloggers mm-hmm. out there just oh, kind of yeah. throw crap up there. And uh, oh, whether it's geez. a Joe Monahan yeah. or 40 shares, it's just crap. You're not getting anything that's really substantive and, Anonymous sources, another one of those. This is what happens in the absence of good information: is you find people who yep. believe that they're uh, they're unemployed people, generally speaking, uh, who are, are generally think that they're capable of rolling out some level of thought, and they're not. So that's what we have, and uh, that's what you have in the absence of, of good. That's what happens when you kill journalism, and that's exactly what happened. In yeah. fact, in the oh, it's
14: been uh, dead for thirty
6: years.
1: Yeah. Well, I think I think it's literally died. You know, back when Barack Obama became uh, president, once he became president, then they were just rolling out press releases. So I think that's kind oh, of. That was the
14: death That, that, was, that, was, the death toll. that was the final nail. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But there was one other thing I want to bring up yeah, too, there's a lot of virtual signaling. In that. And when I see virtual signaling, that is a classic textbook of people with low self esteem who constantly need to be validated. And that is dangerous because these, again, these people have no self esteem. They have, which gives them no credibility. And this idea that they always have to reach out and see, look at what a noble person I am. And I think it's been one of the most disgusting parts since March of 2020 is this, oh, look at me, I'm a good person. No, you're just scared out of your wits and you can't take accountability for it. And it's just, and it's, it's just disgusting because the one thing I can say, it doesn't matter where you sit, whether you're religious or not, is no person has moral authority over another person, I agree. period. Yep. I agree, and and it's that's the most disgusting part of it. But uh, I'll call another time. But I want to talk to you sometime. I got to ask: Have you done a geoengineering um, segment? And I just missed it because I've been on the road so much. Yeah, yeah, I did.
1: uh, I did a couple of ones. I did one on Summer Show and one on our show. But I'll I'll get back into geoengineering. You know, they're they're really uh, kicking it up. I think um, someone is trying to make connections between the shot and uh, the geoengineering with the. <clears throat> the clouds uh, that are going on. So right. we'll just put it on right. that way. So look tomorrow. What is the conditions tomorrow? They usually go on certain days. Um, and
14: yeah. Oh, I see it all the time. I've got some incredible photos and even videos. Yeah, it's, it's insane. A, it's
1: basically, you know, it's Arizona, New Mexico, Texas is the focus yeah. uh, for them. And because then, you know, the jet stream kind of picks it up. So they know exactly what they're doing.
14: Well, well, I want to <laughs> make it quick. I'll try to make it quick because I know you got to wrap up. 30 seconds. Yeah, one of the re- One of the reasons I want to bring it up is they're going to push climate change lockdowns hard. And if we start pushing back with this to show how much they're manipulating this, because the whole climate change is a red, that is such a red herring, because all that is, is, it's a false narrative. So they, the billionaire elite can consolidate control of all water, all food, all natural resources, all wildlife.
1: Well, and And who's the largest largest landowner in uh, the entire country? That would be Bill Gates. Bill Gates. There you go. All right. Yeah. Good stuff. Coming up, come by the station. Uh, I really think, you know, you're on as, as much as you know and how in depth you are. I mean, you really are uh, geared to uh, be on the radio. Um, you know that. 550 55. Hunter, caller, you're in the Kiva very quickly.
17: Yeah. Two things uh, on the government, but uh, I'm an airline transport pilot. The contrails you've seen today, the, the, I mean, our government may be doing some sort of uh, secret programs. I don't know but the contrails, how they display is uh, dependent on the kind of air mass that that they're in. And uh, from my experience as an airline transport pilot, I can't tell you from observing from the ground that there is uh, anything abnormal about what I'm seeing. What I called about was the ridiculousness that we discuss every day and just now about what's being done to us uh explains entirely why throughout history communities of people had a warrior society instead of this mickey mouse crap government that we have warrior society is and i'm not talking about some cowboys and indians movie i'm talking about the you know organic uh governing governing process where everybody points the finger at that guy is good and that guy and that guy and that gal and that lady and there ends up being you know you got a community of a couple thousand people you end up with 30 or 50 or a hundred people that decide what is best for the community. And it, like I said, it's an organic process. So it can't be gamed because if you're stupid and an idiot, you're out. So anyway,
1: good stuff, David. I appreciate that. Uh, so maybe not a whole lot to the contrails is what he's saying. Or the chemtrails.
17: But you, you- you can't tell. You, you can't tell unless you do some scientific stuff. If you want to know what's in the contrails, just fly a freaking t- – just get a jet from the airport, go up there and take an air sample, and have it analyzed. It's as simple as that. Why hasn't anybody done that?
1: Well, I don't have access to a plane. Well, I'm, not, t- I'm the- not talking about you. I'm talking about our society. It's, it's yeah. a,
17: if anybody wants to know if there's anything nefarious in the air uh, in a contrail, just take a jet up and scoop a sample of air from somebody's contrail come down, get it analyzed. So you can, you got, you got pilots right here in Albuquerque. You could have it done by tomorrow
1: afternoon if anybody wants to do it. All right. We're on it. <laughs> All right, yep. Good one, David. All right.
2: Uh, what's the top five? There? Uh, yeah, the top of just a uh, thank you, Peter, for your call, uh, not to, to dump on Showkiller. We always appreciate Showkiller. but the previous caller, uh, Peter saying he's out on the road and he doesn't have any fear of catching this. Can you imagine if we had a country, with people like that, uh, I sat in a room on Saturday, pretty much all Saturday day in a house that had been full of Rona positive people and um, they were all vaccinated. And uh, I sat and read with my dogs in a house that was full of people coughing and breathing out Rona and um, didn't bother me at all. I don't think about it. I had bigger problems like cracking my head open. Uh, Anyway, a couple days after that, uh, the top five that are available at rock of talk dot chat. Ladies and gentlemen, number one, the conservative New Mexican. I I really think the best blog. Uh, in in new mexico written by a really sharp guy Uh, his coverage of the sandia situation obviously the resistors there uh, that was our most clicked item at rocket talk.chat eddie for today's daily blast Uh, number two in florida a resident down in florida is putting flyers on new york license-plated cars saying don't bring your wokeness down to florida i Mm. love this woman Uh, i think it's legal down there to put flyers on cars it's not an act of illegality Number three, uh, other friends at Source New Mexico, very concerned about big money Mm. in the APS uh, school board races. Uh, They've never been concerned about big money when it comes to unions funding school board candidates. But suddenly, when there were some other groups trying to fund school board candidates, they're fascinated by what's going on. Uh, Number four, the horrible piece by our professor down at New Mexico State. Inflation doesn't matter, and you should stop uh, whining about it. And then finally, uh, the final piece was our Catron County Sheriff. The auditor there, uh, our state auditor, is, is uh, suspecting fraud down in Catron County. More um, sleaze in New Mexico government? Can't be. Can't be, ladies and gentlemen.
1: There you go. Impossible. <laughs> All right, so let's get to Dr. Yeeden, um And Dad will be tuning into this uh, on his way home. Dad, Big we time. appreciate, as always, everything you do. But uh, Dr. Yeadon is somebody that, uh, you know, he out introduced me to last year. Uh, and, uh, this was, I think right around Thanksgiving, actually more than a year, like yep. right before Thanksgiving. Yep. Yep. And we played it, um, I almost incessantly. And we got to the point with all this, that this stuff really got a lot of traction. It was realistic and it was something that you should believe. And a lot of people try to discount. It went to tremendous measures or lengths, I should say, to try and, and and um, discount uh, Dr. Yeadon and completely discredit him finally. And, you know, he's been living in scared and afraid and a number of other things uh, as well. So um, I have a tremendous amount of respect for the man. I believe everything he says, what you're about to hear, and this will take us uh, directly into uh, Ben Shapiro, uh, I might add, what you're about to hear is something that is not something that is going to sit well or or very easy with you i should say um this is hard to listen to um it's not going to be terribly entertaining uh, as you know with dr yden uh you, you might you want to have to listen hard uh, for the details of what he's saying he's he kind of could potentially lull you to sleep uh, to a certain degree um but it's highly detailed
8: oh look police the police came the police oh yes nope i take say,
4: oh, but that look was at an- that! The police, the police came.
1: There you go. See, All you need is a radio station. That's right. We shamed them. <laughs> did you see that? The police came. Yep. What is going on? What is this? What is the city coming to?
11: That you call like, the cops when and they When did I make off? that phone call? <laughs> the police came. <laughs> the police never come. You
2: knocked me over with a There's
11: feather.
6: No way. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh. oh. <laughs>
1: I got to go all the way to the radio station to make nine one one calls. Now there we go. <laughs> thank you, <that's>, Sean Willoughby. <laughs> that's that's where we are. Yeah. Thank, you. thank you, thank you, thank you, Thank you. That is hilarious. That was the funniest thing ever. Um, there we are. So, um, okay, let's jump into this, uh, shall we? Doctor Yeadon, uh, right here in the kiva, as uh, uh, you have always listened to him. Um, there he is, former vice president of Pfizer, and you know epidemiologist and all that kind of stuff, virologist. I mean. Smart guy and uh, not good things to hear here, but um, you're going to hear them nonetheless, however tough they are. See you right in early tomorrow, 4 p.m., uh, for the final show of the week for our opening week here in the Kiva 2022. Happy birthday, New Mexico. Uh, we certainly appreciate everybody tuning in as always. And thanks for listening to AM 1600 KIVABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com.
13: This system is being put in place using lies, and it's being put in place using lies for some purpose. And I believe that purpose is complete totalitarian control. And I think the purpose of that is going to be mass depopulation. I can't think of a a single benign interpretation for the simple creation of these top-up vaccines, let alone the lies that surround them. And I'm absolutely terrified that the combination of vaccine passports and top-up vaccines is going to lead to you know, mass depopulation, deliberate execution potentially of billions of people. So over the last three months, I've spoken to eight professors at UK universities whose discipline includes immunology. And I've discussed with them what I'm going to tell you about a virus variants. And they've all agreed with my interpretation. None of them will say anything and it's because I won't get a grant from the Wellcome Trust or the Medical Research Council has suggested I won't get grants if I speak about this stuff so I want you to know that the academics in your country um, are are easily pushed around frankly by both politicians uh, and people with lots of money so of the things that your governments and advisors have misled you about I think most severely and honestly frightens me, and is, is the catalyst for me making these recordings, is the issue of virus variants and the following issue, the related issue of uh, top-up vaccines or variant vaccines. So let me just quickly explain. This is really, really critical to your very survival. It's quite normal for RNA viruses like SARS-CoV-2 when it replicates to make typographical errors. That's what it does, typos. Um, It's got a very good error detection, error correction system, so it doesn't make too many typos, but it does make some. And those are called variants. Um, But it's really important that you know that if if you find the variant that's most different from the sequence identified in Wuhan, uh, that that variant, the most distance, is only 0.3% different from the original sequence. So I'll say it another way. If you find the most different variants, it's 99.7% identical to the original one. And I can assure you, and I'm going to explain why I'm sure, that that amount of difference is absolutely not not possibly, able to represent itself to you as a different virus. That's what people are leading you to think that maybe variants will escape your immunity, either caused by a vaccine or by natural infection. And it's an absolute lie. So why do I know that? Well, 17 years ago, 18 years ago, there was a virus called SARS, uh, which is actually very similar to SARS-CoV-2. It's 80% similar to SARS-CoV-2. And there were some experiments done last year where they found people who had been infected by SARS 17 years earlier and asked them to donate blood, and they did. And there were tests done on the cells in that blood, and they wanted to know, were the circulating immune cells still able to recognise SARS 17 years later? And they were. They all still had memory T cells circulating around their body. That's great. That's what I would have expected. They also did a really important experiment. They showed those same people's T cells, the new virus, SARS-CoV-2. And unsurprisingly to me, they recognized that new virus. And that's because the new virus is 80% similar to the old one, 20% difference. So just to say again, a 20% difference was not enough to kid these people's immune system that it was a new virus. They easily recognized it as a sibling, a brother, a cousin of something they'd conquered already. So when your government scientists tell you that a variant that's 0.3% different from SARS could masquerade as a new virus and be a threat to your health, you should know, and I'm telling you, they are lying. If they're lying, and they are, why is the pharmaceutical industry making top-up vaccines? They are making them. You should be terrified at this point, as I am, because there's absolutely no possible justification for their manufacture, but they're being made and the world's medicines regulators have said because they're quite similar to the original vaccines, the ones that are being given now, uh, we won't be asking them to do any clinical safety studies. So let me just say again, the variants are not different enough to represent a threat to you. So you do not need to top up vaccines, yet they are being made and the regulators have more or less waved them through. I'm very frightened of that. There's no possible benign interpretation of this. Um, I believe that they're going to be used to damage your health and possibly kill you, seriously. I, I can see no sensible interpretation other than a serious attempt at mass depopulation. This will provide the tools to do it and plausible deniability because they'll create another story about some sort of biological threat and you'll line up and get your top-up vaccines and a few months or a year or so later, you'll die of some you know, peculiar explicable syndrome and they won't be able to associate it with the top-up vaccines. But that's my belief that they're lying to you about variants so they can make uh, damaging uh, top-up vaccines that, that you don't need at all. And I think they'll be used for malign purposes. And if you don't wake up, that's what's gonna happen I think during next year. So you don't need vaccines and you don't need any of the measures that have been introduced at all. So it's not just a shade of opinion here. I would say, objectively, none of those things were ever required. And yet governments and their scientific advisers have lied to us for a year. And I think they've just produced you know mayhem, potentially sort of fatal damage to our economies and civil societies. You don't need to be vaccinated by Uh, inadequately tested and somewhat dangerous gene-based spike protein inducing proteins Uh, and you don't need to do what you're told by corrupt scientists who are apparently advising our, our government. It's simply not true that the variants that it throws off as it replicates are sufficiently different from each other to represent any threat at all. It's not even unlikely, it's impossible based on Uh, The thousands and thousands of variants that have been formed, they're all very, very similar to the original. In fact, I joke about them and call them samients because they're so similar, you might as well see them as the same. Um, So you've been infected. You'll mostly survive unless you're very close to death anyway. You're then immune probably for decades, possibly for life. It's not true that that, uh, the variants represent any kind of threat. It's not true that you need a top up vaccine. Most of you don't need a vaccine at all. Most of you would be well advised to stay away from experimental uh, uh, vaccines, unfortunately, that do come with a a blood clot risk. Why would you take a risk with your health for something that's not a threat to you? Someone who's been vaccinated doesn't need to see someone else's vaccine passport. And someone not vaccinated doesn't need to see anyone else's vaccine passport. They don't provide you with any safety at all. They're not required at all. What they provide though, is complete control over your movements to whoever controls the database that your vaccination status is connected to. Let me just quickly explain it. I hope you grasp this because this is not optional. This is what's going to take over your life in a way that uh, George Orwell in 1984 didn't even dream of. Imagine you've been vaccinated and you've been awarded a vaccine passport on an app. It's going to be the world's first database that contains your name, a unique digital ID in the same format as absolutely everybody else on the planet, on the same database, and it'll have like an editable health-related flag that will say thumb up that you've got you've been vaccinated, or maybe a red flag if you haven't been. Now, the algorithm that the rules that it works out what you can do with or without your vaccine passport, that's what's going to control the rest of your lives until you die. But imagine if they say, um, now you need your valid vaccine passport to enter any large um, you know shopping complex, uh, and then every large store, that's gonna provide a coercive, a coercive pressure on people who've chosen not to be vaccinated. They'll have to get vaccinated. Now, it's an illegal thing for your government to coerce you to accept any medical treatment, and it's against the Nuremberg Code that was put in place after the Nazi doctors were convicted of performing experiments on, on people, including lethal experiments, that prevents you coercing people to take experimental therapies because then now they're taking part in a medical experiment against their will. But if this vaccine passport system is up and running and you're told, say, that you can't enter any shop at all without beeping your vaccine passport, now you can't enter any retail establishment, you can't control what those rules are. You've no idea who's setting those rules. Don't allow this system to come into force. It's going to be used to coerce you. And let me just give you another example. You know those variants and the top-up vaccines I spoke about? I believe if you allow vaccine passports to come into force, you'll be pinged one day and it'll advise you to go to the medical centre to have your top-up vaccine. And if you choose not to, your vaccine passport validity will expire, which means you won't be able to enter a shop. You may not eventually be able to use your bank card. All somebody needs to do is set a rule that says, as after a given date, before any bank card can be used, a vaccine passport has to be beeped onto the card reader. So just take it from me. You don't need vaccine passports. They provide nothing whatsoever to you or anybody else in relation to safety, but it will give away to whoever controls that database and the rules, complete control over everything you do. Let me give you one last example. You're owning this vaccine passport and it pings, and in addition to advising you you need to come to the health center for your top-up vaccine, perhaps your second one in in a year, Uh, it also advises you that you need to bring your small grandchild down because your daughter hasn't brought the little lad in yet. And they say, if you don't bring that grandchild down, your vaccine passport will expire and that of your daughter as well. Now try resisting that. Simply think this system is being put in place using lies and it's being put in place using lies for some purpose. And I believe that purpose is complete totalitarian control. And I think the purpose of that is going to be mass depopulation. I can't think of a a single benign interpretation for the simple creation of these top-up vaccines, let alone the lies that surround them. And I'm absolutely terrified that the combination of vaccine passports and top-up vaccines is going to lead to mass depopulation, deliberate execution potentially of billions of people. You can stop it, but do not allow it to be on an interoperable global fixed format database because that will be the end of human freedoms and it's i just see no way of recovering from that once the system's up and running the frustration i feel is that we simply can't get this information to very many people and a very few of the people who will even hear this will do anything with it that's why i'm literally at the end of my tether um, i've tried and tried and tried and i can see that uh, the people running this have played an absolute blinder They've, they must have thought about it for some time. Uh, and they basically, they've used a relatively small number of lies which they've chosen to be quite close to something that's plausible. Um, and then they've just you know pounded this script of half a dozen points relentlessly. And the only other thing they've needed is to frighten people to death and then censor everybody else. That's all they've needed to do really. Simple story, repeated censorship and fear Uh, And here we are. So it's just remember we're subject to censorship. So, of course, i had been busy as hell. And, of course, you'd never have heard of me. This is the problem now. Almost no one has heard of me or anyone speaking similarly. Almost nobody. In fact, one of the reasons I'm very disappointed um, is I've I've had a sort of realisation over recent weeks that it really doesn't matter what we do. If if we do the things that those operating this uh, global fraud expect we will lose they already know we'll do these things they've they've mapped it out and they've worked out what are the things that are most likely to happen it'll be well there'll be some noisy individuals well as long as we can control the amount of the share of voice they get then we don't need to be worried about them and i i'm worried that i've done absolutely nothing that differs from what they have already modeled and wargamed and that did not work or they wouldn't have moved off with this plan so Unfortunately, the conclusion I've got is, uh, collectively, we need to do something unexpected. And if we do expected things, we will lose. Um, that's a bit pessimistic, but forgive me, I've been a research scientist all my life, not a propagandist. It's only recently I've realized that I'm you know, in a trap, really, that I'm, doing, I'm playing my role as a, almost like an icon in their game. I'm a representative of a tiny number of people who will be noisy, and they're fine with that. Government knows who I am. I know people in the government um, and I've been advised they knew who I am, uh, but they won't do anything because I'm ineffective. They haven't left me alone because I've, I'm off target. They've left me alone because they know I can't reach anybody. Uh, I, I briefly worked with the uh, the UK Chief Scientific Advisor, Sir Patrick Balance, when he was, uh, as I was, uh, researchers in the Wellcome Research Labs in about, um, late 1980s, you know, um, I know who he is, he knows who I am, but they leave me alone because I'm ineffective. If I become effective, that would be different. But I think they're not worried because they have complete control of the mass media, TV, radio, newspapers, internet. And the only people who will see me are really people already looking for information. So I, I doubt I'll convert very many people because people who need to be converted are not looking, they're they're looking at main media and that message is completely controlled and hermetically sealed. So if we carry on doing the same things, we're just playing out our expected role in a simulation that whoever's running this has has already thought about. So I don't want to worry you, but it's probably true, isn't it? We don't know very much about them. We don't know anything at all about the potential for long-term side effects. So if it turns out, for example, um, that they induce cancer in one in 10 people, I don't think that's likely. But since we don't know anything, anything's possible, right? So it's inappropriate to be giving these uh, to more than the most vulnerable people. So when they first were emergency use authorized and they were to be used only in the elderly and already ill, I I could understand why they were doing that. But when in the UK, the government said, now we've got the list of everybody else all the way down to the age of 18, that we want all of them to be offered the vaccine. And it's clearly more than an offer. Uh, and now uh, they're even running studies in children who don't suffer from COVID-19. Not a single child in the UK who was well, has caught this virus and died, not one. But there are 10 million children under the age of 10 who I'm confident they're going to be wanting to vaccinate. now this is completely wrong you know there's simply no basis for doing this it will result in injury and death of some people every medicine has some side effects so you would never use it on scale unless the people receiving it were at risk of the of the illness and they're not so uh, you will notice if you ask some friends who've been vaccinated ask them were they informed in writing that these are experimental medicines that have not yet been approved if you weren't you administered an experimental agent without your consent. That is contrary to the Nuremberg Code, a code put in place after World War II, recognizing the foul human experiments performed by Nazi doctors. Uh, the Nazi doctors, by the way, were pretty much all hanged for their crimes against humanity. And I'm sorry to say that uh, NHS doctors who are administering these agents to people who are not at risk from the virus and are not telling them that they're experimental are also breaching the Nuremberg Code and I believe they're doing it knowingly. And I think there should be a Nuremberg too. And I think those physicians should be tried on those charges and appropriate sentences handed down. So if you're one of those physicians, I hope to be around to see you in the court. When this virus uh, was first being talked about before it kind of landed in each of our countries, I think we were given, we were given exaggerated suggestions of exaggerated risks. You know, early on, people were talking about maybe 3% of people who were infected would die, which is truly awful. Um, something like influenza, uh, it's normally thought to be about 0.1%, one in a thousand. But even that doesn't give you any idea of the, of your relative risks. And let me just tell you, um, you know this anyway, the older you get, the lower the chance that you'll make your next birthday. So if you're 60, as I am, uh, statistically, I've got about a 99% chance of making my next birthday. But by the time I reach my mid 80s, you know, it's uh, maybe, maybe only got about a 50% chance of making my next birthday. And inevitably, you reach a point where you, where you, you know, you don't turn the cards over. If you think of the, the risk of dying, having been infected by influenza. Uh, Frankly, the older you get and the iller you already are, uh, the greater the risk that that will be what carries you off. You know, something has to. And this virus that causes COVID-19 is pretty much like that. It's just, it's a slightly bigger risk for you. If you're above 70 and already ill, it is a bigger risk to you than flu. Not a great deal more, but it's it's slightly worse. But the corollary is also true. If you're younger than 70 and you don't have prior illnesses, it's less of a risk to your health than is influenza. So it's just absurd that you should be happy or willing to let your economy and civil society be smashed for something which represents for almost everyone working a lower risk than influenza, but that's true. Uh, It was never necessary for us to have done anything We didn't need to do anything. Lockdowns, masks, mass testing, vaccines even. This is certainly a time for people who know or suspect that what is being said to you by our politicians and scientific advisors is wrong. It's time to stand up and say no. Withdraw your consent. There's something awful happening. You know it. Those people of you who are listening to me that you've suspected for some time that that this isn't right. Don't look away. Don't look away. It's time now to find other people like you who are not quite sure, but really suspicious. Find somebody else and talk to them. Because if you find someone else who thinks, God, I'm glad you said that because I have thought this is lies as well, then the two of you can go and find a third person. And just once you've woken up and realized you're being lied to, It's very, very frightening. You don't have to do anything with that at first, except don't forget that realization, find someone else who also feels the same.